right, well, you guys <laughs> have <laughs> four points for it. Da 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 What you eating? Ugh, some very shittacular Red Baron frozen pizza halfway cooked in a microwave. <laughs> a microwave? What? <laughs> we had this hilarious... There was this one dude like got trashed at Jeff's once, and he put a tombstone, a whole one, in the microwave, and it was like sludged. <laughs> it was like 4 a.m., like everyone else was asleep. And, he, and we were like, what the hell are you doing? So you just like That's threw it <laughs> Why not? It's a sludge. I like, I like your analogy, Kyle. <laughs> so what possessed you to eat this, eat it sludge style? Um, just because I was in a hurry for the podcast, it's been a very hectic day to say the least. Yeah. All work and stuff. <laughs> Figure no time for the oven. We'll just slag it into the microwave. I never tried that before. Uh, I don't I mean, recommend I... it at all, by all means. <laughs> Cause it's, I wonder if there's something different about like your, Mama Celeste's like the like the microwave stuff. Oh, yeah, um, there must yeah, be something cool. different about it. Hey, yeah, yeah. bingo, bingo, yeah, Somebody Smash TV, bingo, <laughs> bingo. <Hey>. Nice. <laughs> yeah, um, Kevin put the Red Baron in, in the microwave, and I was telling him about um that what's his name Todd, the one dude who used to drum for us, and he put the tombstone in the microwave. Don. Don. <laughs> Don, I was like four in the morning. I wake up like, what the hell are you doing, dude? Like, you don't. <laughs> and he ate it. He ate it, the... dude. He ate the whole. Ruining thing. the Jack's pizza, the tombstone, or whatever it was. Whatever it was, yeah. It was... But yeah, when you're hungry, you do really? desperate measures. Like, did you cook the whole thing or just a piece or two, Kevin? I just threw the whole thing in there, and it, you know the pizza <laughs> thing on the back. <laughs> so Pretty you, rough. So what do you think's different from just like a normal microwavable pizza? I mean, technically, okay. like, you know what I mean? Like, Here, here's my best way to put it for you, Kyle. Let's take, uh, you got yourself a nice <laughs> banana split sundae, and then you just let it sit in the sun all day, and then you have a milkshake with it. How fun do you think that is the taste afterwards? That's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Oh, That's about God. the equivalent. <laughs> Don't try it yeah. at home, kids. Yeah, you ain't kidding. That's hilarious. Oh. It is baby food version of pizza, baby at least. All right. So. Is everybody hit break Walter's score yet? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Is everybody in? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I actually didn't have it on my Xbox, so I was playing the Caltron version. Um, oh, yeah. I that one. It's pretty awesome, actually. Like, that Caltron game is underrated as hell. Like, everyone says really? it's, like, it's like, everyone put, like, the Action 52, like, garbage. It's, it's like. Yeah, that's what I always thought. It's not, though. There are, no, Caltron has, they're, has six good games on They're it. playable. Like, they were. Really? Yeah, I think it's just the stigma of. I'll have to try it. Of the, the, um, unlicensed game. Unlicensed. Yeah, it's like, oh god. Does yeah. so, the Caltron ROM work on the N8? It should work, yeah. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, it should work. I'll have to try it. Little. Someone's rommed it, I'm sure. Well, they have they have all the uh, they have all the roms individually too on the um, online. So oh, that's right. them all. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Kevin could do next Wednesday. I almost didn't want to put it in my system, but I figured I'd fire it up anyway. 
So I just don't yeah. even want to touch it. Yeah. I, I don't even want to know when it breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I played it, it worked, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. When it costs that much, you don't even want to like look at it. That's the that's the other thing that's right. with like collecting. Like it gets to the point like why why you know why the fuck should I? Yeah, no, that's how I am with mine. I try not to use the originals. <laughs> Yeah, and then it just like loses the purpose of the whole. And that's sad. <laughs> yeah, it's like those toys you leave in the raffer. You ain't really playing with it. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. just for display, you know. Well, as long as you still got a way to play it with emulation or you know a flash ROM or something, it's better than nothing. And I could just get stoned and like look at that shit all day, so I'm cool. <laughs> that is the way to roll. <laughs> just stare at it like. Uh, <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Uh, <laughs> Xbox style. Uh, you guys. Everything comes full circle back Goonies every time. It's all our fucking sloth, <laughs> sloth Meister. Well, after that horrible thing, I figured I'd finish it off with a fruit pie. Some palate cleanser. <laughs> Some healthy eating. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah. Only way I can eat today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll save my salad for tomorrow. Yeah. That, that'll help. Ugh. 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 Who's the guest tonight? <laughs> me. It's Al Kyle. Gilbert. <laughs> That's awesome. And me, Frank. I don't know why Oh, silly times tonight. Out of fucking control. Already. It's a good, it's a good start here. And it's been recording too, so. Oh, of course it has. It's definitely keeper stuff. That's why we should just go right into the homework. Alright, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, the the homework is, uh, make tracks, uh, Recommended, aka given to us by the legendary Walter Day. <laughs> yeah, Walter. Right. Oh, Walter. Um, so I guess I I think I've played it the most, the actual arcade game. I know you just I think you said you've been playing Bookie Man, so that's what you said at the beginning here. Um, Bookie Man. And then I know Kevin's played a little. Did you play any more past the first day, Kevin? Yeah, I tr- I tried it for a little bit longer on Mame. I got nice. two grand. Nice. <laughs> nice. So yeah, well, I'll I'll go first. Um, I'll go into in depth. Um, <clears throat> and um, I'll go over the other versions that I played too, because I cool. I did play cool. the sequel. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's called the same game on the Neo Geo Pocket, but and it's called Crush Roller because out of the states, Matrix is called Crush Roller. Um, huh. but it is a sequel, so I mean, we'll go over the little differences and nuances. And then I know that there's some major differences to Bookieman, the one that you played, Kyle, from the um the arcade one. I've yeah. actually um I, I know a couple of the differences just from seeing a video. I didn't actually play Bookieman though, but I can see a couple differences just by watching somebody play once. Um there's there's a couple distinct ones too. Um, yeah, there there's one really big one. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, aside from like sound and stuff, there there's like well actually there's two really big differences. That change the game and actually make it. I actually think it makes it a little more fun than the actual arcade, which Nintendo always did. So kind of true. Yeah, it's, it does stay stay true to form. Um, 
So, all right, so my high score uh, this week on Make Tracks um, was 17,000. So, um, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, for those of you that are listening that have never played Make Tracks, it is a Pac-Man-style maze game where you control a brush um, as, you, as you paint all the tracks, make the tracks. Um, you get chased around. On Wikipedia it says mice, but Walter Day's confirmed it is little rags of turpentine that are trying to blot your ass out. Um, So you're getting chased, and they basically (coughs) hone in on you and beeline for you. And as the levels progress, the little turpentine rags decide to get more tricky. Um, And it becomes a crazy thing, because I went at this game two different ways purposely to see how the best way was to tackle this game. Um, now I know the first thing Kevin mentioned, and I agree a hundred percent. Um, first thing he says, man, these fucking controls, <laughs> like for sure. Man. And I agree a hundred percent. These controls on this arcade game are initially they're counterintuitive. And that's where I want to find out from Kyle, um, if it's the same. So basically the character has momentum in make tracks and you have to make your turns early. So before you hit the corner, you have to hold left to go left. You have to do it beforehand, otherwise you will miss it. If you press it right at the time, you'll miss the turn every yep. time. Yep. Now, is that how it was when you played um, Boogeyman, Kyle? Well, <clears throat> one of the when I was reading the strategies to make tracks, one of the first things that I read was it was kind of like Nibbler in that you have to press the direction before you go. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what we're talking so, about. But so that's what I was doing the whole time, so I never really... Uh, tested those waters, but there wasn't a time where I was like, geez, I missed that. That was weird or anything like that. Well, you try the arcade version. Yeah, yeah. so it, it must be worse. It's, it, it sounds worse. Because oh, I didn't it, even it notice is, it, so yeah, gotta be. By, by comparing the controls to Nibbler, it's 120% correct. It's exactly oh, like Nibbler. That's what um, it reminded me of, yeah. Yeah, I know, I know Kevin hates that fucking control scheme. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I, I hate the fucking music in Nibbler. It, it almost drove me to insanity uh, one night. Yeah, there's the um the death music and make tracks is a, is a little too long for me after yeah. you've been you played it for more than like ten minutes it's like yeah. god damn it just fucking on like, I want to play more like you have to wait That's... for this l- little tune to, to play out every time <laughs> fuck man um so so the key the key here when you're playing this game it isn't to freaking paint the um it's not to paint the tracks <laughs> that you initially see from watching a video or anything the key is to Avoid the enemies and crush them. Because when you crush an enemy, you get bonus points. You get 100, then 200, then 400, then 800, then 1600, then 3200, then 6400, then you get tapped out at like 980 or something, 9800, over and over and over again. So the way to, um, when I got 17,000 points for my high score, I got 50, over 15,000 on the first level. Wow. Because I, Accidentally got a 16 and 32 at the same time. I and I think I got the the that's the 64 as well. Um. So the thing is, is that once you get the um, because as you kill the enemies, they stop being stupid. And starting in like the second and third level, they stop being stupid as well. Right at the beginning. So your first level, like you're gonna the enemies are gonna follow you, and you can basically roll their asses over with the freaking roller no problem for the first couple but once you get to about 800 to 1600 
they um if you push the roller they'll go the opposite way immediately um and then like at 1600 you go you go to like roll over the roller backward and backtrack and that's how you can get the guys that are like in 800 um you go to do that and they'll turn around right before that so you barely miss them then they turn around again and get your ass like the ai in this game is really tricky um so yeah, but the key is is that um once you get to that 800 point bonus for the first level and they start turning around, that is your key to getting breathing room to clear the rest of the level. Hmm. That's the key right there. And the thing is is that the Wikipedia, the game FAQs, all the techniques, they're really lacking in specifics. It's like like that is the true key though is that to get your breathing room. Um and the the one cool thing it has to be noted is that there's only one maze layout for the entire game. Yeah. So it's a you, yeah. So and you know, Miss Pac-Man was so crazy because it changed the freaking layout every. Mm-hmm. Every. Yeah. But yeah, so once you learn that maze layout, you learn the enemy patterns and everything. It's you're good. Um. So yeah, the key though is you need to manipulate the enemies. Um, that's the one thing that I was learning is, is you got to figure out when the enemies will turn and come at you, when they veer off, when they decide to try to corner your ass. Like, so the top left and right corners of make tracks, they try to corner your ass and kill mm-hmm. you. That, that's where I compare it to like burger time. Yeah. You, you feel like, you, you know, you're being cornered and you can do something about it, but you have to be sly about it too. Cause they're fucking smart. There's yeah. no pepper though. Yeah, what the hell, man? I'm, I'm getting hungry. Yeah. I want some White Castles. Yeah, but but going back around the brushes is the key. Um, and learning the timing, because if they're right on you and you try to go backwards, you're going to get killed every time. You have to have a certain amount of pixels in between you and the enemy, for so that way when you turn around, you have enough time to turn around and then crush them immediately. And the irony is, is once the enemy's get harder as you kill enough of them, they will turn around if they're in that perfect distance, so then it's almost like impossible to, to kill them. Um, that's where I'm going to try to pick Walter's brain this weekend at the event to see if he has any kind of recommendation. He might know something. I mean, yeah, I mean... He just, he just wants us to suffer and find out the hard way. <laughs> just <laughs> well, like he did, yes. I want to know his story. Like, well, yeah, I want to see it on tape. Yeah. What is what did Walter say though at the podcast? Cause actually, um, I, I've been listening to it, um, you know, as I have time. And what he said was, is that he doesn't have the time or effort to dedicate. He, he would make himself miserable basically to dedicate himself to, to being up to that level again. So basically, we would have to do nothing but play Matrix for the next two weeks. Like, it as didn't soon take as we're long for me to get miserable playing that game. That's <laughs> the record. Yeah, You'd be a sad, sad soul, man. By the end of that two weeks. <laughs> yeah, like, seriously, like, you'd have to do nothing but eat, sleep, work, and then come home and play Matrix. Oh. <laughs> the shutters. Yeah. yeah <laughs> the thing is, is not one time did I say Matrix is a bad game. It's no, fun. It it's, just... it's fun. But here's the thing. Going after like a million points, yeah. like I got seventeen thousand, and I feel like that. <laughs> like million points, man. That's like, oh my god. Right. And, Kyle, how high did you get on the NES one? I didn't even do the score. Um, I uh, just beat like the first two maps. So okay. So, so the 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 main two differences that I see with Matrix and Boogeyman, number one is the enemies are the same speed as you. 
And make sure they go a little faster than you, which is another mind fuck. So yeah. if you let them follow you around a little bit, they're going to kill you eventually. You have to hit the brushes. Um, the first level is, in, they're kind of the same speed as you go in track. But the other main thing in Bookieman, though, you have like nine lives or some shit. Like, yeah, you, you have a lot. You have, you have three deaths in Matrix Axe and you, you yep. fucking, so it's like, that's a big difference. That get, that allows you to get a lot further. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's, that's what makes Bookieman is, as long as you get those turns right, and that's what I was gonna mention, like, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll never get faster than you. No, that's the craziness. Well, they are faster than you and make tracks. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. That's hard, dude. That's hard, dude. And, and what's <laughs> even worse is in the first level, they aren't really faster than you. So you can kind of run them. You get to the second level and it's like, holy shit, they're killing me now. <laughs> and then, yeah, I, I only got to the third level the last day, like yesterday when I played. Um, I, and I got like 16,000 that time. So I didn't get the first level insanity. Like I was just, I was going at it like a different way. Um, it's craziness. Um, also the little bonus character, you don't want to go for him. That's another thing. What's if that? You're going for the bonus character, I don't know if I missed it or what, what's the little, um, there's a little character that's tracking through the paint. Like there's a cat that's tracking through the paint and make tracks. Yep. Um, there's a, it's some kind of different thing in, um, Bookie Man, but it's basically tracking through the freaking paint. Um, you if mean you the, go for that, what's up? You mean the, the thing that like makes the, the new tracks when, after, yeah. so, so, but when you kill him, he stops making tra- tracks in Bookie Man. Yeah. So, but here's the thing, if you go after him, they, they go at a random pattern. And make tracks because the enemies are so much faster. Mm-hmm. You can go after him, you know, if you go after the other guy, you're gonna be not concentrating on the two fuckers trying to kill you, and they're gonna kill you. It what? happened a lot of fucking times. Damn, that's wild. <laughs> In the first level, the guy's kind of predictable. After that, not so much. They go, they, they kind of like run away from you. And it's like, so if you're trying to catch that guy, then you're not gonna pay attention to the two freaking rags, and they're gonna kill your ass. Freaking nuts, man. Um, Let's see. I, I wrote down. Um, yeah, that that tracking character gets you points, but the the key is is that um, I think you get ten thousand points. No, one thousand points for for getting the character, but it's not worth it if you get a death at all. Um, I figured out the glass ceilings. Um, the first glass ceiling, I, I call them like beginner, intermediate, advanced, and then master glass ceilings. <laughs> so this is gonna be stupid. Um. First one is beginner, and that would be at about 10,000 points. So once you can start breaking 10,000 points, you've broken that beginner glass ceiling. Um, I initially was thinking, <laughs> yeah, I was initially thinking 5,000, but if you can get 5,000 pretty easily. 10,000 took me a little bit. Um, the next one I think is like, I was thinking like 50,000, but it might even be closer down to 20,000, because I've gotten up to about 20,000 multiple times, but then I keep dying. And then you got, you know, 100,000 and then a million. <laughs> a million your master nice. class. And it's just like, it, it might not even, there might not even be four freaking glass ceilings. It might just be like, once you can break 20,000, it all clicks. There might be a click part. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's been a bastard. Um, my, my, uh, week one training tactics where I was playing, uh, five to ten credits each time I sat down. 
Um, and that's one to two times a day. Um, during the work week, it's been once, once a day. I play like five credits. Um, during the weekend, I was playing a little bit longer. Um, I was concentrating on enemy movement this week, though, and avoidance and elimination of the enemies. Wasn't really concentrating on trying to beat the level. Um, that way I could start learning how the enemies moved and I could start, um, you know, maximizing the bonus points. So that way, next week, my, I'm going to start mastering the tactics. So I'm going to play about the same, probably five credits a freaking day or something. And I'm going to use the learned enemy patterns and just try to beat as many levels as I can and see how my point my points change. It might, it might all click in there and it might work great. It might not. I don't know. <laughs> Craziness, though. Um, you got anything else, Kevin? Anything different? I mean, because it's been a crazy fucking week. Uh, um. Oh, on make tracks? I was just gonna say, um, yeah, I think I'm just a certain mindset. When I play certain games, it's like, they're just controls that do not work for me. Even though I understand what I need to be doing, I still slip up and have trouble. So I'd have to really dedicate, like you guys were saying, and be mad, hell bent on it to even get to be a, maybe tolerable at the game. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna keep trying and I'm gonna shoot for at least the 5,000 marks my goal. <laughs> the way I've been playing lately, so. Hopefully yeah. by next week I'll have a better report, but I was more interested in hearing what Kyle had to say with the differences, because I'm really curious to see and probably try out that NES version. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe, Kevin, for you, is you should try the NES one this week, if you really yeah. don't controls. I mean, I might start concentrating on the Neo version, too, because mm, I that's... do have a little bit about the Neo. I, I'm going to let Kyle tell, talk about his Bookieman, though. Bookieman! Yeah. yeah, so <laughs> um, I checked my Xbox with the arcade stuff, and I actually didn't have that the brush roller, crush roller, or make tracks, whatever you want to call it. So, wow, wow, wow. But I'm going to play it at Kevin's on, on Wednesday for sure. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll let you all know. Ah, uh -huh, Kevin, you got to play it again. Hell yeah. A little rum, a little bookie man. We'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, a little, a little rum? No. <laughs> yeah. There'll be a little rum involved. Uh, no, no. That's what so, I'm drinking tonight is rum and coffee. I'm actually drinking some vodka and some blue Gatorade. Oh no, I have to, I have to have some coffee. <laughs> I'm just drinking sludge pizza tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and you are drinking it because it is sludge. Yeah. <laughs> I put a straw in this damn thing right now. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah, the first thing that I noticed about Bookie Man was you're like a beetle. Yeah. Instead, yeah. but what's weird, yeah, what's weird is in the title screen, you're, there's like a bear, but the bear is like a, is holding a paint can, so it's like, but <laughs> when you play the game, you're not the bear, you're the beetle. That's weird. Yeah, so it's like Wally Bear or something, and the No Gang is hanging you, out. You are the bear. The yeah. bear's playing. Yeah, I guess so. There you go. <laughs> Little bear child. Yeah, it's a first bear person. Scene. It's a first person game. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> like, oh god, we're <laughs> crazy. So, <laughs> I actually pulled up the YouTube map, and I, I was looking at the game on the NES comparatively, and they're pretty much the same. The map, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah the the yeah. guys aren't faster than you. They're they're as fast as you. Exactly. Yeah. So they're it, precisely as fast as you. That's the the main thing, and like really, somebody who um. Hasn't played the Link, Link, Link. Yeah, yeah but the, the first, 
person who hasn't played the demonic matrix wouldn't be able to know, like, wouldn't be able to see that. Cause I, I, me playing as much matrix as I did this last week, I could tell immediately, I'm like, oh my god, they're not moving as fast. They're not destroying him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in the video that I watched, he just made some dumb moves and didn't use the, ru- the brushes. Uh, and that was, that's what I think makes the game fair is not, not only can you, like, use the brushes to kill the guys and you can, when they're following you and you're a certain distance, you can turn around and snap it on them. That's really yep. awesome. That's really great. The other thing, though, you can use it as a nitro boost. Well, yeah, that's the only way you don't die in make tracks. Because when they're following you that close and they're closing down on you, you need to make your way to the brush so you can get a little bit of a boost to get a, get away from them. <laughs> yeah, and what was crazy, too, when you go into those side tunnels, mm-hmm. they, like, followed me. I was like, oh, wow. And they don't yeah. slow down like in Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, they're a little bit smarter, you know, the artificial and fucking in- crazy intelligence, yeah. So. They're in it to win it. <laughs> yeah, and it, my thing was with the Caltron 6 and 1, it's actually a decent uh, cart. A lot of people say, a lot of people put it in the same heap as like Action 52, cause it's a multi-cart, it's unlicensed, and it's really rare. I can understand that. It, and it looks weird. But, but it's not though because you have a lad, or not a lad, but Arabian on there, which is a really solid little side-scrolling shooter. And you also call that Aladdin 3, so you are correct. Oh, yeah, that, I thought there was some kind of Aladdin thing. It's like that, those I pirated the, names, you know. Yeah, I, I stopped because of those Aladdin deck enhancer games. I'm like, well, maybe that's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's actually, yeah, it's, um, it's called Aladdin 3 at one point. And then there's, you got the Adam and Eve game. Yeah. It's like a balloon fight um, clone, which is pretty cool. Because I always love balloon fights, so it's it's and a uh, few other ones on there too. They're all they're all decent. Like it's not garbage. Mm-mm. Like Action Fifty Two almost seems like they took that from like a college like like computer programming class, and they all just like put their little like project on the card. Have you like, ever seen the um the article on them? No, do you, no, what's it's, up? It's, um, there's like this whole thing about the Action 52 guys, and, um, also there's one on Color Dreams and, um, Wisdom Tree. <laughs> and, like, it just shows how they're programming stuff, and it just looks like classic 80s chotch and early <laughs> 90s chotch. Like, there's just a bunch of, bunch of guys in little, like, tie-dyed shirts, like, sitting there, hanging out, and partying, and programming games quickly um how, how i see action 52 is um basically like a 72 hour game it took them 72 hours to make a game all right next game 72 hours next game 72 hours you know what i mean like i think that's how that's how i see it like they didn't spend more than like a day or two on them they didn't refine shit they just made it and moved on they and definitely they didn't it, refine it no way didn't test it yeah there's, there's a there's something to be said about actually, you know, taking your time with the game. And that's why a lot of these new homebrews are awesome because the developers have been taking their time with them. Well, I thought all the people from Action 52, they just all became a company and then they called it LJN. <laughs> I, I, I read, I read something or watched something this week and they said the irony behind LJN is, is that it's a claim. And that, yep. like, Friday the 13th was made by a different company. Um, there's one of the games made by Rare, one of the LGA game, LGN games. Like, there's a bunch of games that were made by Classic, 
um, companies, they just threw them under the LGN banner, which was like, so they could release more games because Nintendo had that stranglehold <laughs> on the market and they only allowed companies to produce so many. Yeah. That's why you had the Konami Ultra. And it's like yep. LGM was like the shit banner. They just like, okay, these games, we're not going to make them an acclaim game because acclaim has a stamp of approval. We'll just make it LJN because they're the <laughs> licensed, they were licensed toy company, right? So yeah. they're, they it's, were just like, all right, so you got movie licenses. Let's make all the garbage movie licenses. The thing to know is that they didn't program it. They just released it. They're a toy company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're a fucking toy company. Yeah, they, they released toys, and they made good choices in because all those LJN games could have been awesome, and that's why they actually made a good choice. And yeah. we we got fucked over, but they made so much money because oh, yeah. all those games, like you you look at it and you're like, you know, this has got to be cool. <laughs> you know, yeah. back, you know, like back I, I can see like, or whatever. I can see like how Kevin's mentality is though. He sees a guy sitting there and playing. He's like, all right, this is a shit game. Make yep. it Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> Put an LJN stamp on it. <laughs> there's like a, there's like a mastermind sitting behind the scenes, like manipulating people to make shit games. Yeah, and the thing is, they were all like pop culture games, for sure. So they were all stuff that people were interested in. I mean, there there is one LJN game that I love. There's a few that I love. Oh, yeah. let's, oh, I let's, let's go into it. There's, let's a, let's there's go into one. it. Oh, that's just joking. Yeah. There's there's two that I actually really Top love. The heap for me is TNC Surf Designs. Mm-hmm. Best freaking one of the best, best games. One of my favorite games because it was one of the first games I got. Game is awesome though. Now I mean variety wise, you know, you're basically playing one long track on the skateboard, and the surf one is one long track, but it's fun. It's awesome. It's a great game. Um, I mean, I like Friday the 13th. I like Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street was one of mine. I can actually yeah. almost beat that game. I, I guarantee you I could if I just gave it a little more. And unlike Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street is pretty fun and playable. Um, yeah. I like Friday the 13th just because, I mean, I learned how to dodge Jason, but it's still not, it's counterintuitive. Just like the controls and make sure X, it's counterintuitive. <laughs> but, but yeah. Nightmare, Nightmare's fucking, fucking good. And another one is uh, WrestleMania Challenge. I love WrestleMania Challenge. Yeah. I actually um, have a few no death runs in there. They got Ravishing Rick Rude, which yep. they got the the actual Rude Awakening is in that game. I mean, yeah, like, that's the, okay, that's, um, you win wrestling game for sure. <laughs> so there, like, that game's amazing. And the funny thing is, if you look at the the player one quote unquote player one sprite, yeah. he looks a lot like the Nightmare on, on Elm Street guys. Yeah. You, you, yeah, he does. you can, and the music is very similar. So I think the programmer of those two games was the same, and I, I just like that programmer. Whoever that was. Yeah, um, he was a good one. Yeah, it's, it's weird though, cause the, the music in those two games are like almost identical too. Like the way they sound. You know, that's, that, that's a really good, like, talking point actually, is that like, a lot of people are blinded because People like the angry video game nerds say, oh, LJN sucks because they released a bunch of shitty games. But mm. really, people don't focus on the correct thing, which is they're a publisher. The developers yeah. are the important thing to focus on. Yes. Like the developer of WrestleMania Challenge and Nightmare yes. on Elm Street. Right. And that's, if you notice on our homework page, I've been putting developer on there. Mm-hmm. You sure have. 
because it's important to know because yeah. it's like maybe we're gonna play a couple homework games and we're gonna know hey this same developer did a couple of these this guy's and a badass he, yeah and we got like the music side and I put the musicians on there because like, hey this guy did the same music for like these six games and you know you know a couple guys that stick out like the guy who does Final Fantasy music so, like he sticks out as a freaking you know awesome fucking musician but you got um like a lot of people that just got overlooked and and that's the, the real big stigma by watching some of the uneducated reviews or rants is that they were just like oh LJN and it's like no it's not LJN was just a publisher <laughs> yeah they're a toy company <laughs> yeah they're just a toy company like they just put their stamp on it like yeah so they got they, their they, cut of money yeah that's they, it they basically that's put it. their money behind the release that's all they did they put their money behind the release and got a cut they don't even they have no clue there's like this looks marketable <laughs> no th- th- exactly. and it stops there like literally yeah, i think they even had less of a clue that, than that i think yeah. it's more like oh this is a movie based game done back they to the future boom do it it's they hot it it's hot right now we got to make some money pop it in yep. i'm willing you know to bet that they never even played those games Pro- hell no no that's the, i was thinking <laughs> the same thing uh, they're like i don't Especially we don't even play video games. games at all you know you can tell the ones that did because you got the freaking Konamis. Oh, wow. The Capcom. Those two and, are just stalwarts of amazing... And, and, of course, Nintendo. But it's it's all the ones that actually had a uh, quality control department. Whereas, <laughs> like, I mean, Konami had Ultra, and some of the Ultra games, like, slapped the license on a freaking different game and called it a day, like Ninja Turtles 1. Snake's Revenge, a lot of people say that's not... Yeah, not that good. Um, there's quite a few. Yeah, and it's it's insane. A lot of people don't like the Metal Gear either. That's that's actually Ultra, not Konami. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I well, I don't really like that game. <laughs> that yeah, game kind of pisses me off, actually. Well, it's because <laughs> it's a watered down version of the MSX one, which is actually really good. Yeah, it's just like you can't even go two screens without like a problem. And I like all right. It's, it's like I fell asleep. Or feel asleep. I feel asleep. <laughs> yeah, and most Americans don't even Fucking know. Dogs. Like, especially back in the day, we didn't know about the MSX one. So we're yeah. like, oh, your sucks. And it's like, oh, no, there's a fucking good version out there. <laughs> there's a great version out there, and it's for the freaking MSX that never came out. Now, what's funny is Ultra then released Tur- Turtles 2, the arcade game, but then Konami released Turtles 3, the Manhattan Project. Of course. Of course it- <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, we'll just the other Ninja Turtles game was garbage. Let's throw Turtles Two on the Ultra, and then yep. it sold like hotcakes because it was good and done. Yeah, and they Konami also released Tournament Fighters. Well, I also think that like later that on, and, <laughs> I, that's I worth a lot that, of cash like, now. Goddamn! Like like yeah. working out my NES book though, <laughs> like the the releases out in the in the 90s were few and far between so i think that they just didn't have as many games to put under the konami banner at that part so there's like hey let's just put whatever games now under konami cuz there was a, really isn't much ultra in the 90s and the thing with capcom there's i think there's four that are extremely rare you have snow brothers mighty oh. final fight mm-hmm. um ducktales 2 and rescue rangers 2 yeah so four of them that so are those are like four. the big Ballbusters too. Yep. So I'm not but, sure if there's any other ones I'm missing, but those are the four. I that got come all of them with Snow Brothers. That was that, you just never see it. Like I never see that. Damn you just game don't. Anywhere. You really don't. It's just something. It really is rare. Mm-hmm. It's just that's yeah, not 
And then, you know, the other company that has the super rares is Taito. Oh, like the, you know, uh, your Panic Restaurant and the, Little Samson, Bobble Bobble 2. Flintstones 2. Flintstones 2. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just two companies, basically, that have all the super ultra rares that were the late releases. Yeah, and then Hudson with uh, Bonk's Adventure is kind of like just randomly uh-huh. in there. <laughs> yeah. That's freaking craziness, man. Go Hudson! Yeah. Woo! But yeah, it's, it's insanity. <laughs> so, um, Kevin, uh, me, me and Kyle have come up with an idea to control Uh-oh. the madness of Homework. Okay. How are we gonna do so, that? So basically, how it's going to work from now on is Homework is, and it's going to come into effect after the next couple iterations. Um, so basically how it's gonna work is yeah, so- Homework is going to be a must play before we die list. Um, and basically, okay. so how it's going to work is we're going to finish Make Tracks, we're going to finish your pick, whatever game you pick, right. and then after that, it's Chrono Trigger. We're going to beat okay. Chrono Trigger. That's it. So we're going to have like a month, and the thing is, is we're going to give it however long, depending on the game. So if it's a freaking easy-ass game that we can beat in a week, we got a week, but um, or two weeks. Um, and then if it's like an RPG, we'll give it a month, and at that month, we'll see where we're at. If we need to extend it, we extend it. Okay, so it's like real homework assignment. Oh, this would take the class two weeks, so I'll assign two weeks to this one. <laughs> Pretty much. And, I mean, we'll just play it by ear, and if we need to extend it, we extend it. I mean, it's not a big deal. Okay. Well, I yeah. mean, a good way to do it is I do it. We're still going to keep a season game, though, right? Or is that going out the window? I, I think we should just concentrate on one game at a time, because I've noticed that I've had trouble, and, I mean, Kyle's the same way, that I've had trouble yeah. getting Chrono Trigger time, and I want to play Chrono. Yeah, and yeah like, I know, I know that. got to fucking time yeah, to make that. all of us then, yeah. And it's yeah. like, all right, so let's, and we were talking about it, like, hey, let's choose another arcade game so we got more time to play Chrono. It's like, <laughs> why don't we just play fucking Chrono? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, cut the BS. You don't want to force and, yourself to, like, pick crappier games just to get by. Yeah, and it's all, and it's almost like we're not concentrating on Chrono enough either. Yeah, yeah. yeah and no. Kevin, I was thinking with like games that you want to beat before you die, like just yeah. g- games that you that you your absolutely you absolutely love. Yeah, your bucket list games. So and it's, and it's not games that we are comfortable with because a game that we would like to beat before we die would be Link to the Past. We've done that. Yeah, <laughs> don't need yeah. to retread yet. Um, yeah. maybe years down the line, if we're still fucking trudging along, then yeah, maybe we'll, we'll do a revisit month, year or something. And but, um, yeah, that's kind of where can... the Chrono Trigger comes in. Cause that's kind of like a game yeah. every, everyone should beat before they die. Like, and yeah. then like, if there's a game that doesn't quite fit the games we should play before we die, but it's still a good game, that'll be after we finish all those, we'll, we'll have a secondary list and we'll, we'll just start up a freaking a trudge list that we'll, we'll have shared or something. And, um, but we have to, we'll have a secondary list. So that way, like, there's some good games that we probably should play for, like, homework or some, like, hidden gems or something, or arcade mm-hmm. games. We just throw that to the, the next one. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's how I think we should do it for sure. And, and Kyle had the great idea of the games we play that before we die motif. <laughs> It gives you a little bit more time to work on it, I guess. Well, and, like, we really do need to focus on one game at a time. Well, and yeah, and we need to have a game to make us keep focused. Yes, that was another thing that I was thinking about. It's like, there's been games that we've played, and, I mean, Matrix is a good one. It's like, we didn't choose it. Walter chose it. It's a great yeah. game. But it's like, I 
like we were like looking for excuses and other shit to do. Like Kyle's been the remastering master this week of like doing episodes and shit. And it's like if it would have been like a freaking Chrono Trigger as the game of the month only, and we didn't have this other dangling thing, uh, we might have just been concentrating on that. So so basically, what we're gonna do though is we're just gonna come up with you know game list, and we're just gonna pick a game off that we want to play. All right, so are we going to sit there and argue or still take turns when we start this way? No, we're not taking turns. We're just going to we're just gonna okay. we'll figure it out like in emails or something. Okay, sounds good. We'll just put just... bucket list games like, you know, yeah. Yeah. a home improvement for Super Nintendo. Oh, man. Oh. I'm waiting to beat that one forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but, I mean, a, a perfect example of a game that I would like to beat that wouldn't be part of a game that we need to beat before we die list be like Monster Party. Monster That's Party's tough. a cool game, but it's not a game. it's not a game that I need to beat before I'm going to die. That's yeah, that's like, true. Secret of Mana? Yeah, that fits that list. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like Einhander, probably. Um, yeah, for sure. Musha, like Metal Basically, Gear Solid, like, like stuff Plumbers like that. Like, Plumbers don't wear ties. Um, <laughs> did you already mention that? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, basically we're just gonna go per um per console and just you know come up with the best of the best on each console and avoid the 3D. <laughs> Except for Lone in the Dark. Oh, that's the best version, right? <laughs> yeah, because you can run, goddammit. it! But, well, but without the, pressing forward you, twice. You beat that game. <laughs> that, that wouldn't, right? Huh? I said, but you've beaten Alone in the Dark a million times, so that wouldn't fit that list anyway. Oh no! I was just saying, 3DO is good for that at least. Yeah, well, yeah. For that purpose. But yeah. I wouldn't say that was a game you should beat before you die, though. It's not. No. It's not up to, to snuff that high. Even yeah. though it's one of my favorites, I can realize that. That's another thing. We all have to look at, at ourselves and say, just because you like a game doesn't mean it's it's a masterpiece. You just like it because that's what you grew up with or whatever. Hey, anything I like is a masterpiece. Hell yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck with Kevin's opinion. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Ooh, time for some more vodka. Yeah, so that's why we'll do the uh, the old two out of three. <laughs> Has to be a two out of three, definitely. Definitely Hollow's world. Right, it's going to be bribing Kyle for a vote. Got it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Throw enough Benjamins at the problem, it'll solve anything. <laughs> Everybody has the price. I got right here for you. And everybody's gonna pay. That's right. <laughs> the million dollar man always gets his way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, finally we got that. The man's actually a priest now, or like he is. Priest. He absolutely is. Yeah, that's he's, awesome. He's a minister, yeah, right priest is. guy. Preaching Virgil, about how good money Virgil, is. Yeah. Virgil's a bum on the street. It's like <laughs> now it's time for the collection plate. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> And ironically, Stone Cold's worth more than he is, and he brought him in. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. Stone Cold <laughs> podcast is really awesome, though. Yeah. Uh, but my thing is, though, I, I I need there to be, like, a guest. Because he just, like, when it's just him, that's, oh, the, that's, Cole, the, yeah. that's the problem, like, with Jericho, too. Like, they're, they're just babbling, but we always have a panel. Mm-hmm. You got to have a panel. That's my thing, yeah. like. Almost all of the Q and A. Almost all yeah, of the video yeah. game podcasts that I listen to are all panels. Like I, those are the good ones. Or else it's just someone like sitting in a room like blabbering. 
You know, there's, <laughs> there's, um, there's it's better really when three fun. people are in a room blabbering, blabbering together. <laughs> Kevinism. <laughs> it is. But I know there's the, there's that one po- podcast that I listen there. to, and it's like really awesome when they do the podcast. But then uh, it is the Retronauts. And every once in a while, though, you get like a, a mini or a micro or one of their offshoots. And it's basically like 15 minutes to an hour of a guy basically reading a script Ooh. with no personality. See, that's something that we're a promise to all of our listeners right now is we will always provide you with content, always good stuff and always good times. We're not and gonna... always off of the top of our ass. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no scripted bullshit. Scripted myths makes it seem really weird because that was the whole thing with our Goonies episode because the first one failed and then we had to like redo it and it just felt oh, yeah. it felt bizarre. It was mildly it scripted, I guess. Time. Yeah, we I just the second time it was like we had to get in all our points and we already gave them all. It just yeah. feels it's just not natural, it's, and that to me you lose. I mean, that's a good episode, of course, because we can just pull it off, but because yeah. we're the bullshit masters, but. It, it's just a thing that I just love the spontaneity. Yeah. yeah. It's like getting a hooker for free. It just doesn't feel natural. <laughs> yeah, we'll just, we'll just bounce the quarters off the hooker's ass. And... Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, see how far they fly. Exactly. So, um, did either of you guys get in any Chrono Trigger playing this week? So this this week for for me was uh, I'm trying I'm trying to actually re- remaster all of our early episodes, um, everything, both the uh, actual official episodes and our side quests, um, and uh, I'm about three fourths of the way through. I'm trying to get all the hiss and all the frequencies and just give it the best quality sound for our listeners so that's been my 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 big project i'm actually gonna start playing it i'm going to the ministry concert tomorrow night oh yeah cool and then um john and i are gonna come back judy will be chilling at the casa too and we're gonna um get nice and cozy with some chrono trigger for sure Uh, casa del mar (laughs) <laughs> Casa Del Mar, hell yeah, grab a fucking picture of Margarita while we're at it. And and, uh, <laughs> and the thing is, John, my buddy, loves RPGs and stuff, but he's actually never played Chrono Trigger, so he's got to oh. see this shit, you know? Yeah. Um, let him, let him, let him, put him to work and let him level your guys up a little bit. <laughs> right? <laughs> For real. Yeah, well. The, yeah. the thing is, is that um, in our guide that we have on the website, there's certain parts where it says, oh, now you can go beat um, Lavos at this part. Well, it says in one of them, and it's I'm beyond the part now. It says you must be at you should be at level forty before you even go, and I'm barely at level twenty. Like, 
So it's like do normal grinding level twenty. Huh. So you might want to put John to work. <laughs> he's he's just like me. He has the patience of a Buddhist. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and did you play it all, Kevin? I uh, I want to say did I. I want to say I did. I just can't remember. It's been a blur. But I have the <laughs> last thing I did do is I beat that dragon tank. I remember. Oh, that's cool. Okay, that's about so as I far the, as I am. Yeah, I got the yeah, dragon tank it. behind me, so that's my next thing to start screwing around with. And I left off where I'm like way in the future, and then it looked like Tron, and I got confused, so I just turned the damn thing off. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where I am. Okay, it's then like me the, and Kyle the, are going about the same speed. The bleak future. Yeah. 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 So no, other than start... that, it's all. Like, squeeze in really for chrono trigger just because the weather's been so nice i oh, took advantage of a uh, disc totally. golf taping instead hell yeah <laughs> disc golf rules damn right once we start concentrating on chrono trigger you guys are gonna have to play a little catch-up to me because I'm, I'm a bit beyond you guys jeff's gonna be twiddling <laughs> his thumbs while me and kyle do slow and steady so you gotta get some more <laughs> well, yeah, once we're, well once we're concentrating on you guys will just have to cram a little bit damn, and i'll damn. go back that's yeah. why the key is once we're done with Kevin's choice, then it's yeah. just full on trigger. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think it'll be much easier. Trigger. It'll be easy to do then. Yeah. Because I don't think that um I know for a fact that like Kyle can't multitask with games because he likes to focus and make it. Well, a, he gets into amazing. it. And he knows it inside and out. Exactly. Man, this guy the damn game. Yeah, Doing I think two it's... games at a time <laughs> is a fail when it comes to Kyle. It, it ain't gonna work because we we get way too in depth with it. Yeah. Like I can sit there and play a little bit of one, a little bit of another, but that is and not. Uh, yeah. Now yeah, we we have proven. Spread myself out to two or three tops, then I just lose interest of all of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like um, a book. Like I only want to read one book at a time. A movie. Like who watches two movies at a time? You know. Come on. Exactly. Yeah. Cross-eyed people. <laughs> It's like one's a sad movie, so one eye's crying. The other one's action, so the other one's wide open. <laughs> well, it's more like um, how many uh, do you watch? Like two or three different uh, completed TV shows at the same time. Ooh, so that's a hard binge watch. You know, yeah, exactly. Binge, binge watching is big fan. these days. So it's it's like you're binge watching Breaking Bad and Lost at the same time and going back. Oh, and forth. Man. Yeah, imagine that. You know, it's that's just... what we're doing, and it's yep. not. Oh, I gotcha. It's a good um, analogy. So, so what I was doing though, because my daughter's still heavily in the freaking Chrono, um, mm-hmm. but um, awesome, awesome. this game is fucking. Every time I play it, it's tough to put down. Um, yep, yep, I can definitely say that. Now, for a fact, I am not using the guide right now. Um, and I got lost in the um BC section. So there's uh basically like where you guys are. You're in a bleak future. Mm-hmm. You're going to complete that section, and then you go to the end of time. That's when everything opens up because then you can go to whatever time you want to, whenever. So that's when it becomes a little more open for you guys. So it'll be less linear. Right now you're kind of linear, kind of. You had to go to the freaking future. Um, now in order to progress the story, you're gonna have to do certain times in a certain way. But um, so and proving that fact, I went to the BC time because I figured, oh, I'm gonna go get the next character. Nope. I wandered around everywhere I could wander around to, and um, yeah, I didn't get shit. So, um, yeah. So the next part of the story, though, is you go after the freaking Masumune sword. Mm-hmm. So that's fucking ridiculous. Apparently, it's the only sword that can kill Magus, who's going to unleash Lavos on the world. So that's the that's the major Master story. Sword. Oh, you mean the Masumune? Yeah, the Masamune, Masamune. That's, that's, and the cool thing is, that's actually been in since the very first Final Fantasy. It's in like, yep, 
I'm not sure now. Maybe it's in every Square game. <laughs> I don't know, but it's at least in all the Final Fantasies. That's also the the sword that Sephiroth used, but it's one of the last swords that you can get in the very first Final Fantasy. So I can definitely say though is that both of you guys are exactly where I was every other time I played Chrono. I never played Past the Future ever. Hmm. So I mean, I played. I started the game. You know, like I didn't play it as a kid. But later on, when I was like, hey, I need to play Chrono Trigger, I always started it, and I ended right about where you guys are. Um, what I was told from a lot of people, because I was in a Nintendo Age chat while I was um, messing around in the past and everything, they said, once you get to the part where you're starting to collect the Masumune or whatever it is. Yeah, that's probably cool. in Japanese. I'm sure that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, Masumune, but- yeah. Yeah, well, once you're actually collecting that, that's when the story pulls you in and you get into it because it gets fucking amazing. Like it's like you won't be able to stop because it's like, all right, once you do this, you can go kill Matt. You like it's it's like you want to do this part, and um, that's it. I I'm there, man. I I want to definitely play it some more. Um, my current analysis though of like Lavos is I think it's more like he is the like kind of like a bomb that gets summoned. He's a he's a organic bomb. Um that's summoned by Magus. That's what I'm thinking is going to happen. Like Magus is the true enemy. He's the bad guy. He's the freaking Sephiroth of the game. And he's going to summon Lavos and basically what I see it as is because we all know that Lavos is the bad the end boss or whatever, that Lavos basically is way too powerful and gets out of control somehow. I don't know how yet. That's what I'm thinking is going to happen. So that's the key. And and the thing is, we know we get to play as Magus. So that's pretty awesome. You get to play as the freaking main bad guy. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Very guy. cool. Very I mean, cool touch it, there. Yeah, because you really, like, where you guys are, you really don't know who you're going after yet. But you're going to figure it out very soon. That just tells me that the, the Chancellor... <laughs> There's 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 gonna be some like Twilight Zone size twists here because yeah because you are if you're gonna play as the the bad guy obviously like something happens yeah and then he has to side with you guys I can't wait and and the thing was is like I was I think I was talking with Kyle when I was playing one of the parts he was like messaging me on Skype or something and I was like oh fuck because my plan was is to make Chrono Frog and Magus my final party I'm like oh shit Frog and Magus aren't gonna get to get get along. <laughs> And that would be like, if I mentioned why right now, because you guys are so far behind, it'd be kind of a, a spoiler to the, the small details. Like, yep, they're not going to get along. <laughs> like, like, really, like, yeah, no. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> cool. So, um, but I did get frog. So where I'm currently at is, is that I went from where you guys are, I went to the end of time. I went to a different, like, 1,000 where I'm at a monster area. I beat that level. Then I went to the 600 BC, went and looked for Frog, found him. <clears throat> got some Hero's Badge. Got a piece of the Masumune. Went to the future, to, or went to 1,000 to find the guy who can actually temper the Masumune. He needed a rare stone from BC. So I went to BC. That's badass. And I went to BC, got that rare stone, met the next character. She didn't join the party yet, by the way. Um, after I got the stone, the key got stolen. So then I had to go chase down these reptile guys to get the key back. There was a huge fucking boss fight. 
and this goddamn boss fight in BC was like a dinosaur type thing. It seriously took me 45 minutes. Oof. Wow. Like, it was... The guy had, must have had, like, 90,000 hit points or some shit. God. Nice. Like, I was hitting it full on. God. That's insane. Yeah, it, it, it said in the um, strategy guide, since I, like... I look at the strategy guide afterward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it said in the strategy guide that he's, like, one of the toughest ones up to that point. Even even later, because of where your level is when you fight him. What, what that, like, reminds me of is in the Link to the Past, when you have to take save the gnome and i think what is he like a frog and then when you flip to the light world he turns to a gnome and then he like meets his other buddy and they can temper your sword i'm, I'm <laughs> oh, trying yeah. i'm trying to think what he is yeah. was, was he a frog though mm. i don't know why i remember that no yeah. he, he was a little he animal i think he was a frog a mole yeah. mole monty mole with the glasses it's awesome that they had the glasses though for real like the sunglasses rule Monty yeah. Mole's a shit. <laughs> I also remember going to the dark world and being a rabbit and being irritated about it. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't have that damn moon pearl. <laughs> yeah, that's the very frog. beginning. <laughs> yeah, so that's cool, though, that you have to, like, go into the BC to grab it and then, like, go to a different time. And, and how the story works is I if like you that. didn't have time travel, the Masamune would never be able to get tempered because there was nobody in that time frame that could temper it. Because the guy's 400 years in the future. Yeah. And then there's the guy in the future, you can't temper it because you don't have the current stone that you have to get in BC. It only exists in BC time. So it's like you have to use the time travel to piece it all together. Um, but I got the, I got the sword tempered, um, went back and gathered up Frog, and he's part of my party now. Um, where I'm at is I'm sitting outside the magical cave. I need to go in there and fight Magus, apparently. Nice. I don't know if that's what happens, but that's in the story, and I haven't—I don't skip ahead. And that's in the story. That's where I'm seeing is like you're supposed to get the Masumune and go freaking. That's the only sort I can kill Magus, so now I can get in there. Yeah, when I, I don't know. what I always loved about the bad guy joining the good guys, like when you're watching Turtles, mm-hmm. and then there's you know you got Shredder, Krang, and then you got the Turtles, and then there's like some outside threat. So so now they have to work together. Turtles mm-hmm. and Shredder to fight the outside threat. I saw those were always some of the best episodes. Damn yeah. Dimension X going a wall. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, always you something know? that's worse. And yeah, it's, it's gonna be crazy. Whatever it is, in that's a really that cool time. twist, and because it shows that really everyone's just about their own needs anyway. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It would have been way cooler if they would have made a damn Ninja Turtles RPG where you work together like Super Mario RPG. Oh. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Like, we're we're creating it right now. <laughs> there you go. Damn. Shredder would uh, have to work on your side like Bowser did and everything. Oh, man. Now, that would be you fantastic. Played, you played dude. Mario RPG, right, Kyle? Like, dude, I beat first. the shit out of that game about four times. I only five beat times. it once, but I remember I, you remember it. The I, that's one of my favorite Rangers? games of all time. Of you course. remember the Axum Rangers? Those are the second or third hardest boss. Culex yeah. is obviously the hardest. Somebody made a fan hack of Mario RPG where you play as the Axum Rangers. Yeah, that's really cool. They read it. You actually have it. Yeah. And I haven't really played through it because it's fucking RPG. You don't have time. But, like, you gather up all the party members. It's all the Axum Rangers, and it's a whole new game, whole new levels, everything. That's cool. So that's like, they should do that and just change the sprites to Ninja Turtles and have Shredder. There you go. Done and done. (laughs) That'd be awesome. (laughs) Call it a day. Just do it, man. It's already made. Just change up the sprites. <laughs> be fucking awesome. Do a fucking Kickstarter. 
Just like all the all, all the others, it'll be like, oh, okay, goal met. Done. <laughs> it's like, really? Um, Are you serious? So, so the other thing that was crazy, and it came about with Chrono Trigger, with the uh, Skype call that I gave to you, Kyle, was I, I keep on going back and playing the little DS-exclusive um, Arena of Ages. And my little yellow blippet dude, he's now morphed into a green demon-looking thing from the Middle Ages. So he's kind of cool-looking. Um, but when he levels up, it unlocks the next tier. So I had tier 1, 2, and 3. Now tier 4 is unlocked. I was playing tier 4, and my guy's overpowered. So he's, like, beating everybody. And I got this thing called the Hadean Mirror. And apparently there's a bunch of mirrors, and they're only exclusive to the DS. You can only get them in the Arena of Ages. But apparently it gives you, like, a 25% counterattack for the character that it applies to. So it's a super overpowered accessory. Um, supposed to be amazing. So if anybody attacks that character, 25% every three or four times it counteracts automatically. Um, the Hadean Mirror goes to Magus. And I don't even have Magus. So, <laughs> that's kind of ironic. You mean it only goes? It only... You can't use it with any other character but him. Wow. Yeah, oh. I guess there's mirrors for everyone, but I but the, um, the drop rate for the enemy is, like, impossible to get. Um, the other thing that we talked about that was cool was when I was in BC... Just like in the future where you're at, you're going to be forced to play with Robo. Um, in BC, I was forced to play with Ayla, the um, little beast girl or whatever. Yeah, right. Um, and I was like, man, I don't know if she, her her moves are, eh. but she has this one technique, and it's like somewhere in the middle. I think you get around level twenty, maybe somewhere in there. Um, but you can sniff, sense something like that. The uh, the enemies. And you can take a item from them. So that Triceratops boss, I took an item from him. It's a rare item. So you could use her throughout the game against big bosses and things and get rare shit. So it's almost a reason to use her. I got a sword from one guy. Yeah, I want to find um, like a list that has stuff. Because that reminds me of like Symphony of, of the Night. Certain, yeah. certain bad guys, if you kill them, um, they, they may drop something. Have you ever played Symphony of the Night, Kevin? Yeah, only a little bit. Yeah, they'll they'll like drop an item. Yeah. Um, sometimes, once in a while, and maybe it's like a really rare. So maybe they'll drop it like one one out of a hundred times that you kill them. Nice. I would I would almost recommend. Um, so you have to kill them. Yeah, th- this would be a situation that many times to get it. But there's a list on online with Symphony of the Night with all yeah. all the guys you can kill for each sword. So you can just keep going into the screen over and over again and killing the guy until you get the sword. But that's almost what I want to do with Chrono Trigger. And it almost reminds me of Final Fantasy VII with the ribbons and the Master Tonberries. Because you can yeah. get... And so you just keep doing it over and over again until you get the item that you want. That's like a really fun thing to do. The question would be if certain boss, though, once he's beaten, you can never fight him again. And the other thing is the Sanctuary. and the When I beat the Sanctuary in the very beginning... All the bad guys were gone when I went back after I beat the boss, so it's like yep. that's done deal. Well, the that's one the thing, thing I would I would recommend is is that you know um, that we should definitely use a list if you're going to do that because don't just go and <laughs> randomly do it like we used to back in the day. Like 
just randomly just start using the scents on everybody because that would take years to beat the game. Yeah, it's like finding out that like weed gets you high. You smoke like every single plant in the whole there you yeah. go. shebang. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like it's it's one of those things where like I would just look at it, like research it, and just see what what are the best ones to get, like where you can get all the swords or something, and <laughs> jump into it. And so you can't just get the best sword in a shop and call it a day. No, you can for sure. Okay. But, but Kyle's gonna find like random items that maybe that's how I always like, was. Like I just I just mine gold, get the best thing, and trug along through RPGs usually. Well, like the the ribbon though that Kyle was talking about from freaking Final Fantasy VII, like that's a super awesome. Yeah, item. I, I don't know. I never played that one actually. Yeah, and oh, you wow. only need three because if you switch out your characters, just pass yeah. it. Just pass it to them. Yeah. So yeah. if there's like a and that's that's the key where research would come into play with Chrono is that if there's an item like that, then we would be able to find it through research instead of having to random use that thing on every single enemy and hope that it gives you it. And the yeah. the one thing is is that every time I've used that, she does <coughs> get an item from from the enemy. Every time. Here's the, but, the I, in, but I don't know if it's random. The That's insanity the of, of the Master Tonberry one, you have to kill him in, in a certain amount of hits. So you have to yeah. you have to hit him. He's like really strong. He has like a big defense. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you have to kill him in like I don't know. Let's I can't even remember. Let's just say on the fifth hit he'll drop a ribbon. So yeah, if, if he a, doesn't die was, on the was, fifth hit, like that's seven. how hard it is. That was lucky seven. It's something like that. That's how hard it is. So that's that's the thing. Like there there is a method to the madness, and it's definitely crazy. Yeah, it's fucking awesome though. Yeah, hell yeah, it's really rewarding when you get it. Cause you're like yes. Yeah, but I think I'm like a good two or three hours beyond you guys, so <laughs> you guys got some catching up to do, for sure. finally started working so yeah you can catch up to our speed <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's you, you said your commute's like an hour that's like mine that sucks i fucking hate that shit well no it's like uh when I, I i work at two different areas and when i'm working local it takes about from door to door 30 minutes um and i mean it's seriously like i could ride a bike there um <laughs> and then the other times I'm doing like your type commute, but I'm doing a 12 hour shift on top of that commute. So, yeah, so I your time's going to shrivel to a little nub. It's an yeah. hour and a half and then 12 hours and then an hour and a half back. <laughs> 24 in a day. It sucks, dude. There's not enough. Yeah. I just want to be able to press stop or press pause for like <laughs> two or three weeks. Nice. Smell well, the my, roses my and all right. I think it's called the Bahamas. Like, yeah, I think so. Let's go. <laughs> the problem is, is on top of it too, is that like this Saturday we got the Twin Galaxies event, so there's gonna be less yeah. time. Whatever. <laughs> Shrivel world. Yeah. So I'll see you. Have, uh, I Walter sign a copy of tracks for you. <laughs> I'll sign a, 
coffee is. Bookie oh. man. Book, yeah, bookie man. What, what the fuck's bookie man? Like, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> book, like, why, though? Book, I thought you said boogie man. Like, Toe Jam and well, Earl. Here's the boogie thing that really movie. blows your mind about bookie man. It's called bookie man. There's a picture of a fucking bear on the title screen, and then you control Beetle. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell is wrong with If I saw a bear coming at me with a paint can, <laughs> I'd be scared. Fucking Wally, Wally Bear in the Nogan. Do you guys have that? Um, whoa. Do you guys have that? Do you guys have that Naughty Bear game? Naughty Bear. Where you're like, you, you, it's like, you weren't invited to the party. Go and slaughter all of them. Like, it's like a little third person. You stab all the other fucking bears and rip off their heads. That's like amazing. I, I, um, I need to get that game. I think it's for PS2 or something. Well, here's the thing that's crazy about it is, is they made a gold edition. And you need to get the gold edition because the first version is glitched and it fucking freezes up. Because I, I rented the first version or played a burn or something of it, and it fucking froze and it like you couldn't continue on and it wouldn't reload. So maybe they should have called the gold edition the beatable edition, normal edition. <laughs> like Spider-Man Two getting that release where you can actually beat the game. <laughs> no playtesting? Are you fucking serious? Yeah, it's like it's, it's, it was like hilarious. I'm sitting there like killing people and stabbing them and ripping their heads off the other bears, and it was awesome. And then like the game froze and like it wouldn't reload. I'm like, well, this is broken. I'm glad I didn't buy it. But I I think it's on PS3 and Xbox 360 though. I want to say it's not on PS2. There's like a list of games that are like game breaking. Yeah. Like you do something. And the, your whole thing gets like erased, or you can't like go forward because it gets glitched, or yeah, yeah, that it's like those horrible glitches that like end it all. There was even one I think that once you you hit it right, you can never even load the game up again. Yeah, that that's what happened with me. It's like insane. It's now I, there might be a way to uninstall, reinstall on these newer fucking systems, but I mean. It is what it is. I mean, I didn't care enough to freaking try because it was, you know, I I think I rented it or something. So, yeah, it's like a novelty game. It's just hilarious. Exactly. Freaking craziness. So, did you see my crazy freaking perler from the week for Make Tracks? It was like just a little brush and a little paint thin rag, dude. I saw it. What work can you make for the game, man? What, right? Right, though. There's not many choices. Yeah, well, I mean, every time I use the protagonist, and the protagonist is a freaking little paintbrush, so that's what it is. I got <laughs> but it. Was, but that little perler is so tiny that I was like, oh, let me make the freaking little guy, too, on top of it. And since I'm going to see Walter, I made a second one, so he's going to get a little perler nice. this weekend. Oh, yeah. So, fucking bonus. He'll appreciate that. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, from Canada. Walter. Walter Day. <laughs> but um yeah so I do like the new direction that the homework's going sounds like a good balance to me well I think next next week because I have some secret knowledge uh oh is going to be a masterpiece with uh, is it? Kevin's pick yeah I didn't put that much faith in it you either did homework on it or you blindly trust me too quick yeah maybe <laughs> but you can always uh Change the questions when you think all the answers are. That is true. Figure it out, you know. I don't think I'd be that evil. I'm pretty in, ambitious myself to go ahead and give that game a whirl. 
So I don't even know if we we could even like go into it now, like what you wanted, what you were gonna pick. I could tell you exactly what I think the analysis is because Kevin said that I had a choice of playing it on DOS box or a remastered one. So I just looked <laughs> up remastered DOS games, and <laughs> Kyle's analysis was spot on to what I thought it was gonna be, anyways. Good, I think, good. Yeah, because I think since we have like a whole another week. We, yeah, we, we, we can, can just make, add it now if you want. Yeah, we, we could talk about it at, at least. We could make make tracks just a one-week game. That's not an issue. And we can make those decisions as we're doing homework. Because really, are we going to get much more out of another week of make tracks? Not really. No. Yeah. Even if Walter gives me right. some golden advice, I'm not going to have the time <laughs> to go. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not going to have the time. Now, here's yeah. the other thing. If Walter comes on the show, we'll talk make tracks again. Oh, yeah. Walter's. But I think we should cut it and then just start Kevin's game. That's my opinion. Because I, I really want to play this game because I was, I was reading about it's supposedly the best of the whole series, or a lot of people feel it is. I'll tell you my consensus on the series then when I go into it. Yeah. Well. So let's see. Kyle's analysis is that we're playing. I, I thought we we're gonna play something in the King's Quest series. So Kevin, take it away, and, right? And Kyle's analysis was part. Yeah. Trace. Oh, it's definitely the King's Quest series. The problem I was having with it was which one to pick because uh, I got a strong nostalgia for that series. I grew up playing it, but when I was growing up playing it, I. I've played it not in order at all just because I had access to certain ones at certain times of my life. Like I could afford a copy of it maybe at the time or maybe a friend gave me a copy or something like that. And um, the one that I'm going to pick is going to be King's Quest 3. And the reason I picked that one is that's actually the first King's Quest I ever beat was number three. It wasn't one or two. It was three. Okay. So um, three is very unique and pretty badass because... um, The main King's Quest series uh, revolves around um, King Graham is usually the main protagonist. And in number three, you're actually his son, which is Prince Alexander. But the thing that's interesting about this story is that the background is uh, he was kidnapped as a as an infant. (laughs) Go figure. The royalty can't guard their own children. (laughs) And uh, he was he was stolen as an infant by uh, an evil wizard from a faraway land. And the evil wizard uh, raised him to be a slave. And the way this wizard goes, uh, Prince Alexander doesn't realize that he is Prince Alexander because he's just whatever he was raised to be told. So what this uh, wizard does is he raises him to be a slave and think that this guy better be super grateful for him because he just tells him whatever his story was. Oh, I found you on the street or something. I brought you up, so you owe me everything. Right. And the thing that's interesting in the game is that the wizard uh, executes all his slaves at the age 18 because they get too smart to try to you know, take him out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you're actually, when you start the game, I believe 17 years old, and you have one year in game time 
to get rid of the wizard, basically, however you want to. There's different right. ways you can resolve that problem. And um, it's just an interesting story as you evolve through it that you're going to be, uh, you got to be a slave for a while, do his chores, which are hilarious, which we'll go into detail when you do them. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And um, you just got to play the game, basically. You can be, uh, but you got two different routes because it's a Sierra game. They're going to have a lot of humor hidden in there. You can be a defiant little shit to the wizard. And, <laughs> yep, um, that's and, and all this crazy <laughs> stuff yeah. you that is very comical and yeah, usually you'll die in the game, but it's just worth doing because it's hilarious what happens. Yeah, you just want to I mean? see, like, the result. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, uh -huh. it's got a lot of different aspects in it. I mean, in it, for a game of that time era, it's 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 a big, long, well-thought-out process. I mean, I'm not knocking the first King's Quest at all, but it was very hard for me to do King's Quest 1 and 2 since I started with 3, just because uh, 1 and 2 are much more, we'll say, encapsulated in it's it's just a smaller world compared to three three is just a an awesome game it's this big evolving world while you're playing it and the reason i picked three also is because it's it's got a lot of options out there because three is so popular like you were saying uh they have the original which i'm sure kyle's gonna go for because he's a dos fanatic Oh, yeah. And that one's awesome in its own right, as long as you can appreciate DOS games and their limitations. Um, for Jeff, I'd recommend there's King's Quest. It's called Redux, R-U-D-U-X. Yeah. That is the best one that is a remake. There is also another remake of King's Quest 3 out there that is similar in graphics. I think it's by another company. It's not bad. I've I've beaten mm -hmm. both of those in my time before in the past, a while ago. The only problem with that one is it kind of strays away from the story a little bit more. And I think the King's Quest Redux just enhances the original one, whereas the other one tries to add more to it and kind of takes away from it, in my opinion. So okay. stick with the Redux. But if you actually enjoy the Redux and you beat it really quick, then by all means, play the other one, and then you'll appreciate those add-ons. But I don't want to defer you away from the original story too much, so that's why I say stick with the Redux one. But um, well, Fortunately, through Kyle's analysis, I already um, tried out both uh, this yeah. weekend, um, and the first, like like all my DOS games, it's a tiny little window, so I, I yeah. just installed the Redux one, um, and it works full screen, and I actually have it running through Cody, so all I got to do is click it, and it'll start up when we start awesome. the game. Awesome. But yeah. uh, just sticking with the Redux one, that one will be pretty fun. Trust me, it's pretty hilarious as you progress through that story. They did that one like a gem. But uh, the struggle I was having, though, is I really want to do three for these reasons, which I ultimately picked, obviously. My other one that I wanted to pick is actually my favorite King's Quest, and it was hard for me to pick against it because, A, it's my favorite, it's King's Quest V, and B, it's also on the NES, mm -hmm. which would have been an aw awesome thing. But the NES version is pretty rough. you got to really like that game to want to play the NES version, so. So I think with King's Quest 3, it's got an even more interesting story. It's not so fairy tale like the other ones are, but I don't think you guys will be disappointed with this one. It's got a cool, we'll say, atmosphere to it, to so, say the least. So with King's Quest 5 uh, on the NES, is how, how bad is it comparatively? <sighs> well, problem is, if you play it on, by the time you're, what, 1992, I think, and it's a, it's a CD game for the computer by that time, mm -hmm. and on King's Quest V, it's got, like, awesome CD music and sound and audio that's all recorded on a CD, and then when you have the, you know, the great 256 color palette of the computer versus, you know, the 8-bit the, <laughs> the generation color palette versus 
no audio, nowhere near CD quality audio, and everything is in text now, and it was in like verbal audio on the original. It's kind of hard to digest on the NES, but me, I just I bought King's Quest V immediately when I found a copy, just because I'm such a fan of the series for the NES, and I want to say I beat it once and. Yeah, I just beat it just so I could say I beat it, pretty much. I don't think I'd go back to it unless I really had to one day. And I wanted to add, King's Quest V is a white label NES yeah, game. Yeah. So those were hard to pretty find cool. in good condition. <laughs> yeah, I got I got a mint one with like uh, the box and manual and stuff for that one. I, I went mad hell on eBay back in 04. I don't blame you, especially if it's like a, you know an old classic one favorite. Yeah, it's favorite an awesome series. nostalgia overload for me, at least, that series. I love that series. Now, I will say, if you do ever, like, say you're like, King's Quest is cool, you never played it before, have either of you guys played any of the games in the series in the past? No. Nope. Nope, neither? Okay, well, if you do, I mean, this one's a great introduction to it. It's the way I got introduced to it. If you do get into them enough, do yourself a favor and only play one through six. If you ever go higher than that, they're they're terrible because uh, the real yeah. creator like sold out and everything, and it's not even the same game anymore. Like seven and eight. Now a fan base made <clears throat> one that's actually number nine, and that one's okay. And they're actually releasing it out in chapters, and I'm still waiting for the last chapter. I've been keeping up with that lately too. That um, it's called like a uh, shining silver lining, I believe it's called, but it's a way modern remake. There was a um. There's a gaming a video game book like a really thick book that i was reading like one of the, the novel ones and i can't remember which one it was it might be all your base are belong to us is what it's called nice. um, but I, there's a whole chapter on king's quest and exactly what you're talking about where he eventually sold the the company or sold yeah. the, the the rights and i think it's about like the the actual company not King's quest but they they focused on king's quest mm-hmm it is a really cool company. read. I just never played it. Yeah, in their heyday, they had an awesome series going all at the same time. They had Police Quest, which is really cool. It's different. And then they had uh, Space Quest. It's just kind of funny. Everything was just Quest on the end. But all those games yeah. are worth a play. You had Leisure Suit Larry going on. You had all that fun. Going I was on. I was just going to say that. So I noticed that that game, especially I three, because I haven't played the other ones. Yeah, but three is a lot like Leisure Suit Larry. It's a lot like Hugo's House of Horror, period, I believe, because King's Quest One is kind of I say clunky, just because it's the original and it's the oldest. Obviously, they started there, and then once King's Quest Two came out, they started coming out with like I think the Leisure Suit Larry and Space Quest or something. They're all at like different time periods. See now these okay now the whole thing is, and then like Hugo's House of Horrors too. Yeah, they're all these type of games that. You you're a little character and you're wandering around, but you type commands in, and the commands, if correct, do something to the environment, like open a door, you know, um, look in hole, and then it tells you yeah. like what's in the hole, and then you can say like there's a knife in the hole, and then you say like take knife, and then you have the knife, and then like that comes into play in some other part of the game, and uh, it's kind of it's almost like a fetch quest who done it. Yep. And what's cool, yep. what's cool is like, um, when you don't have an FAQ guide, because like with Hugo's House of Horrors, I was just typing anything in, and you find so many funny little, y- yeah, you 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 like get dirty with the game, and it like gets dirty back. Yeah, you can <laughs> type something stupid, and it'll type stupid right back at you. Yeah, and <laughs> as a kid, it was just so fun because you you would try every command. 
you know, because you didn't know like what it would do. And um, sometimes it was broken in that way because a certain word, if you used a different word that was like a synonym, but it wasn't programmed in that game's like how it worked, it it yeah. wouldn't know what you wanted. Oh yeah, definitely. So but the one thing that I didn't I didn't get to say about it that I forgot was I know it's going to sound crazy coming from me in my linear background. The original King's Quest one. I really enjoyed how you can you can beat that game like ten different ways. You know what I mean? There's a lot of different paths to get to the end. Like for an example, you run into a dragon. Well, you can a throw a knife at it to kill it. B you can dump water on it, and then he'll like cough, and then he'll break a wall, and it'll take you to another secret area for added items. Mm. Or you can like shine a mirror at the fire and shoot it back at him and burn him to a crisp. You got all these different ways, but it'll react to the world. And unfortunately, once you get to like King's Quest three, for whatever reason, as much as I hate to say it, it's more linear. But these games are the few times that you'll hear Kevin Kill say, "I don't like a linear game when it's these type of games." If that makes sense, you know what I mean? It, it does. There's not as much. Um, it's not as much of a. Um, it's it's your genre. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if, if it was a platformer, action platformer like Castlevania, you wouldn't want it to be nonlinear because you struggle more with it. Oh, yeah. So this is, it's not necessarily an easier game because some people won't necessarily get the whole, you know, type of game it is, but it's your type of game. And that makes and sense. Kind of, because, yeah, because yeah, Rondo Rondo's not linear. This is going back to you, Kevin. Rondo's yeah. not linear, and that's why, for you, it takes away. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But and I mean, it's still an it's excellent harder. eight game. Well, yeah. Right. But it's cool that you're truthful about it. Oh, definitely. That's no, the exactly. thing. Just lay it on I mean, the lay I, it I down. Gonna, you know? I mean, I'm going to call it as I see it. And no matter how I feel about something, I can definitely appreciate if something's good or not. I'll well, that, just say it ain't my type of game, but it's still an eight game. You know what I mean? That's that's where you get my respect because you're not like yeah. kissing someone's ass, you know? <laughs> yep. Nah, you don't get too far <laughs> doing that unless you're in politics. <laughs> no, is, nice. no, I don't want to get into that game. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? So, uh, so the new uh, style homework's already implemented. It's great. We had, we cut one short because we needed to, and yeah. then we're not going to put any time frame on it because who knows? We might spend a couple hours in it and destroy yeah. it this week. Yeah, just so go ahead and mention how far hours. you guys are. Maybe a different version or whatever versions you guys agree to try. Um, one more last thing, I give you guys fair warning before you get into it, since you guys aren't familiar with the. Uh, this uh, series is there's the point way so it's kind of like chrono trigger if you want the optimal best ending and everything you'd have to get all the points and every game's got so many yeah. points to it it tells you in the corner so keep in mind that point system too cool um yeah i mean my, my goal is is that i mean basically if we all you know complete it in a week then we can play in a week yep. we might Depends on how much time we get, really. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably take an effort to it. So you guys, uh, Jeff's going to do Redukes. You're going to do yep. DOS then, Kyle? Yeah, and uh, I did want to add Hugo's House of Horrors also had that point system to it. And oh, okay. uh, I, I put that in my no, my No Death speed run, which is like six or seven minutes. I can beat nice. that game in. But um, yeah. I'm going to get that lucky in this one, just and, so you know. Yeah, and you also have to get all the points, though. Yeah, so well, that's, that's pretty crucial. It, it makes it makes sure that a game can't be beaten super fast, if that makes sense. Yeah, this yeah. this one I was looking at the guide and it's way bigger. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I'll yeah, definitely follow the guy. I mean, if this. you know what you're doing, you can easily get it down in two hours. So it ain't like Chrono Trigger length. Trust me. Yeah, it's <laughs> this is my kind of game too. Yeah. Actually, like this is where me, me and Kevin are like on the same way. I figure Kyle would love it because it's like Alone in the Dark. Because we were like <laughs> computer kids, obviously. Yeah, no, we had the computer generation going for us. And since you guys are doing DOS and that one, I'm actually going to look into possibly doing like an Amiga version or something, just so it's a little bit different. Or like, uh, I don't know if they had it for the Commodore, the uh, King's Quest. I didn't look into that, but um, maybe I just a little bit like different the first version. One, maybe. Yeah, that's all I got to look into. Yeah, we should I'm do just going to find a different flavor. Yeah, just so we can all bring something to the table. That's yeah, unique. yeah. I'm going to work on that probably. Today, yeah, cause, when we're done. Cool. Yeah, because my thing is, is that like we'll just play it and see how we do. I'm probably gonna use a guide. I mean, <laughs> just what it is. It's always there for you, just in case you get like pissed off. Well, or it's, and it's an adventure game, so it's it's more fun. I think when you like follow along with something, it's a different style than even an RPG. According to uh, Wikipedia, uh, Kevin, <laughs> you have MS DOS, Apple II, Apple II GS, Amiga, Atari ST, Mac, and Tandy Color Computer. Ooh, so I, might I would say to an Atari ST or something that might Atari be ST or Amiga. I would say yeah. were your two differences. Yeah, I'm gonna look at those. Maybe I could get a good emulation of that, just because I know the graphics and the and the sounds a little bit different. Just so it's something different for me, because obviously I've beaten all these versions, but it's been a long time. I think probably five or seven years ago is the last time I beat this game, so it's still gonna be pretty fresh for me. That's that's yeah. long. That's a long time. Yeah, you know, and I guess like the I beat um... it last week. <laughs> Right. You were talking about the two unofficial remakes. The um the one that you recommended to everybody was actually remade in two thousand eleven, the Redux. Yeah. Um the other weird. one was like in two thousand six, so it was like five years before was the original. Yeah. It's not bad, but it, it just does not hold a candle to the twenty eleven one. Yeah, so yeah. the graphics no. are beautiful now. Yeah, it's awesome, the twenty eleven one. They really knew what Can't that wait. game was trying to do. There's some love going into that, man. Yeah, it's hardcore. Yeah. And and the thing is is like I, I liked um games like Grim Fandango and, you know, um, Maniac Mansion and yeah. things like that. So it's well, like, I just, I just never played <laughs> King's Quest. I never really had a computer like yeah, that would run games. Right. Yeah, that's what sucks. I just I mean, didn't I, have them. Yeah, the last computer I, I had was like, Commodore. I had a computer to learn, and I used it for games instead. Yeah, I was like a <laughs> DOS kid. Like, yeah, yeah. exactly. My, my mom ha- had, like, Math Blaster, but then I was like, what, what's this Doom, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DOS children, and I had my Commodore still. Nice. <laughs> programming and we're all still typing and we're I, all computers so yeah, yeah. dos shell you, you, you remember dos shell oh yeah, yeah. yeah dos yep. shell it was like a database of everything in dos but it yep. was like an excel spreadsheet almost you could just click oh, whatever man. you wanted dos shell rules <laughs> yeah not so much today but it did for its time <laughs> yeah there's like ms dos shirts that they sell i should totally get one man i know what i'm wearing on my next video it's fucking badass <laughs> yeah <laughs> Do you have one, yeah. Kevin? No, I'll, I'll have to whip one up, I'm sure. <laughs> whip one up. Whip one up. <laughs> I'll get my iron on going tonight. Let's make sure it's not pink, all right? <laughs> yeah, I'll try not to. Yes, Arnold. Pink up in. I'm going to bring the Predator in. Yes. Yeah, that's one of those things where I think my sister had a DOS computer, so I, I played, like, what she had, which ended up being, like, Minesweeper and SimCity and... Like a Some couple classic. Minesweeper yeah. pissed me off. Uh, that oh, was yeah. an annoying game. 
And then yeah, I think I don't it was know why like that's so damn popular. That yeah. Game. What was what was the <laughs> other game that had the the uh, the predator called the game over man game over from aliens <laughs> like like um awesome. it was missile command or something like that I think it was there was there was a missile command remake for DOS and it had that sound bit in there Hudson rules okay. it game over man game over. Yeah. Nice. It was in it was in the missile game on MS DOS. I don't remember. If the we're going to talk about DOS games. We should be playing some Scorch. Scorch rules. Death yeah, head. Get me a death head. That's right. Death <laughs> head takes care of it. No, I want a funky bomb. Punk. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> oh, I still prefer that over worms to this day. <laughs> There's a, a game. It's kind of like a classic. It's on ColecoVision, um, and it's mixed with the Chuck Norris. Uh, oh, a tar- super artillery kicks? duel. Artillery duel. It's the same thing. Um, yep. It's just like Scorch. It's awesome. You have to pick like the velocity and the height or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like the coordinates, and then. But the cool thing is, you get pretty good at it because you get a feel for it like instinctively. Eventually, oh. if you play it enough, it's so fun. I game. love Scorch. Yeah, th- that's the beauty of how simple that game is. No, I've never played Scorch, though. I've only played Artillery Duel. I had that as a kid. Scorch, <laughs> what makes Scorch cool is you can buy all these different bombs, and they yeah, do all these and, different like, things. So so it's like Artillery Duel on super steroids. <laughs> yeah, and you need a parachute. <laughs> yeah, so if, if, you're, if your mountain falls, yep. you'll parachute down. So if, you, if there's still some crag that you can land yep. on, you won't die. We'll have to do a, a Scorch episode. Yeah, we'll just, we should do yeah, a Scorch. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be a cool week game, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would we be. we play that one week, I wouldn't yeah. mind. And that's an easy, quick one. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, is that yeah, is. is that a <laughs> game that you should beat before you die? No. Oh, yeah. You should at least play it. I don't think you really beat it. You. Just I think you should at, at least know what it is. It's like yeah. the most groundbreaking, simple DOS game in existence. Yeah, right. definitely. So that's what I'm saying is like I don't think for the uh, the homework definition like it should just be must play games. Must play games. Or, there we go. And, Bucket and list. That's, well, yeah. must yeah. play. It is <laughs> must play. That's because it doesn't have to be must the, beat. Just must play. Must play. And you decide if it's good enough to beat. There we go. Well, yeah, that that's How the thing that? is like Ooh, yeah. how we're gonna do it is like it. every week we're gonna evaluate it as we bullshit. Yeah. And if we decide to fucking kill it, we're gonna kill yep. it. Like with Matrix, we, I don't think we can get much more out of it. I don't, I think Matrix killed itself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it, it's not a bad game. Um, no, what, no, no. Now, now speaking of that, we need to grade it then if we're gonna kill it. Um, <laughs> there we go. What grade are we giving Matrix for the freaking league? You don't want to piss off Walter now. Oh, it's, <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> I mean, because the thing is, is that with Make Tracks, it has a really cool, different take on a maze yeah. freaking game. It's yeah. cool. Um, the controls are counterintuitive, so that's a, that's definitely a um a negative. Now, are we rating strictly the main one? Because I didn't get to play the version Kyle did. What if I love that version over it? No, no. I mean, Walter wanted us to play <laughs> the arcade. The main one. Okay, so we're strictly going the main one. I mean, because yeah, with every other game, we didn't, you know, talk about. Okay, I couldn't remember. Just like, should I talk? It. I mean, I'm not going to rate the Neo Geo Pocket one. It's a different game. <laughs> didn't even talk about it's the best it. During the- actually, the Neo Geo Pocket one's the best version because you can continue each level, and it's actually like a an adventure. Nice. Yeah, it's fucking cool. It's the the levels are a little smaller. There's a ton of warps on each freaking side of the wall so instead of having one a couple warps on each side there's like four on each side and the level smaller cool 
Yeah, that one actually I would rate higher than the arcade one, <laughs> and it's on the Neo Geo Pocket Color. Yeah, for but, me, um, I would just uh, I'd say a solid B. Um, and as far as um what I've played, th- there's like nothing wrong with it. Um, did you actually play the arcade version or just not? Yeah, I'll let you guys know next week when I played at Kevin's. Yeah, so. yeah, play the arcade. But Bookie Man, I give it a solid B. There's yeah. nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. You can definitely play it and you can definitely master it. Um. But it's not like I'm gonna wake up tomorrow like fiending to play it. That would be like the yeah. the the A game, you know. The A game is like you're scratching, itching, you can't put it down. Yeah. A B C game is where it's like, all right, it's, like a, a C game is like it's it's getting a little bit like iffy where you don't want to ever play it again. A B game is like, all right, it was cool. I I don't want to master it necessarily, but I see the good points in it. Yeah, well, why why mine's a B because you you can do the little nitro boosts and you can flip flip. Yeah, you can flip backwards at the last second yep. and kill the guys. That's what I like about it. I think because of the little tactics and things and the ways to overcome. I mean, I'm not going to use my own lack of freaking mastery of the game to to put the actual score down i would give it a b as well like it's it's there it's it's okay it's not it's not a i don't think it's up to like a donkey kong level for oh, sure no 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 but but on the other side i do i did enjoy it it's just i don't foresee us concentrating on it fully for one more week when it's it is what it is it's an arcade game yeah i mean that's just me what about you kev um me, even though he got all, I want to give it like a an A for creativity. I I don't know what they yeah. hopped up on when they yeah. thought, of, <laughs> thought of all this. Hey, right. let's have paint flying and thinner they're... rags wipe it out. I mean, you know what they were on? They were on paint fumes. There we go. They're on paint But but it, uh, what's really killing me is just just me personally the way the game mechanics work. I gotta give it a C plus because it drove me insane the way the game mechanic works. I respect it, I understand it, but I just mm-hmm. personally don't like it. So yeah. my own bias is giving that sucker a C plus. That's a pretty good grade for Kevin. So yeah, that's not bad. No. I mean, so yeah, it's around a, a especially B- like something I would play and say, "Hey, try it out." But I ain't gonna go out of my way when I got all these other games around me and really pick this over it. You know what I mean? That's a good game for something that that pissed you off. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, yeah. that's, right. That's yeah, that's definitely a C game in your book, then for sure, because that's right there in the definition for yep. how how you feel about it too. For sure, that's good. Yeah, because I mean, the other thing is, is that you know the history behind it and the fact that it's Walter's game mm-hmm. makes yeah. it like a cool a conversation piece. Definitely. definitely, definitely. Yeah, for sure. And I think you should make Kyle play it, Kevin. On, oh, on well, I will. On I'll have him on camera for you, Jeff, so you can Hell laugh. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Let's see, let's see Kyle's true reactions. Now, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, like playing a little bookie, man, you should be able to get ahead above. Like, you should already know a little bit about the mentality. You already know the brush reversal and stuff. It's just now you got to get used to it at an arcade frantic pace where it wants to eat your quarters. Yep. <laughs> That's the difference, man. Must <laughs> have quarters. I, yeah. I think it's going to still be at about the same level, though, for, for a grade. It's not a bad game at all. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... It's a it's a thing like I I do like taking the homework like this. Go back to Batman, Kyle. You need to beat it like me and Jeff. Well, we should make a video. <laughs> yeah, oh man, that'll be a mission. I can't do it with two players. I'll coach you while you go. Yep. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll watch from afar. There you go. There we go. 
very I'm far away. away. Like not even clicking on the video to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so far. <laughs> And what we decided to, Kevin, is that me and Kyle yeah. are going to do some. We're going to record some kind of fucking intro exit. Oh, okay. Thing so we don't have to worry about like a, a beginning because when we start recording, oh, a nice generic one. Yeah, some kind of like that thing in the background <laughs> just having me going you. Yeah. Little shakies. Oh, I want to go to shakies. You ever go to shakies, Kevin? Oh man! Until they all closed down because of roaches around here. Is that what it was? Roach? <laughs> yeah. I never knew why. You got to like drive five states for a shakies. Yeah, there's one in Indianapolis. Oh, a road trip one day. <laughs> Indianapolis shakies. Yep. Here we come. That's awesome. I mean, in that and the Sizzler, you got to drive to like oh, California. For Sizzler. One. Yeah, yeah. We used to have one in Munster, and that that yep. got closed down too. Roaches. Oh, roaches. Goddamn roaches. You Damn roach. roaches. <laughs> People just can't clean after themselves. I know, like, come on now. <laughs> John Romero's Castlevania. <laughs> yeah, that too. Castlevania <laughs> Wolfenstein, dude. Oh, Wolfenvania. Call up a combo if you combine those two games. Yeah, because Castle Wolfenstein actually came before Wolfenstein 3D, and a lot of people don't yep. know that. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was like a little, like a little adventure game. It was like a, <laughs> it was like a berserk. Mm-hmm, uh, yep. Type frenzy type game. There's like two or three of them, and they're on the Commodore. Like I played them, I played them back in the day. <laughs> and that's why I saw initially, like when it came out on DOS, I was like, "Oh, it's another one of those." And then yeah, just I like actually Duke saw Nukem, it. They, they stress 3D. That's why, because there were others in the series usually. Dude, I actually yeah. beat all those Duke Nukem. There's one and two, but oh, yeah? but there's like different episodes in yeah. the game. So there's. It's kind of like the same version of 3D with how there's episodes in it. Yeah. But I played through all those. They're they're like really cool PC side scrollers. Yeah, I could never get in the PC side scrollers just because I never had a good gamepad and the keyboard was a little tedious for me on those. Yeah, that's what happened. I ended up getting a gamepad for Christmas or something and Damn spoiled ass Kyle. Should have been an only child. Then I'd get one. <laughs> Spoiled <laughs> ass Kyle. Yeah, so that was that was that was great though. Um, yeah, once you got the, the control pad, it it did change things a lot. Yeah, yeah. He, using that fucking keyboard is so hard. It's true. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's like one from the eighties, and it clicks every time you hit it really loud. Click, click, click. <laughs> <laughs> Drive you insane. Yeah. Stop. Right. Yeah, I'm, no I'm quiet keys existed um, yet. Right. I'm definitely not using the keyboard when I'm playing Brutal Doom, by the way. I'm using a <laughs> Xbox 360 controller with analog nice. and everything. So it plays like every first-person shooter that you play nowadays. That's what nice. probably you should play Brutal Doom with, with a, like an Xbox-type controller. You know what? You know what's funny, though, Kyle? Is like you were asking me about certain stuff, and I didn't think that I had it in my version. I found out that um, the kick wasn't mapped to a controller button. 
So I mapped that to a controller button. Now I'm giving people fatalities and shit. Yes. <laughs> like, awesome. I didn't even know that. And then, like, I somehow fucked up the secondary shot, which ended up being the zooms and stuff on the game. So I, I actually had to go and custom map some stuff. And now it, like, works even better. I was like, I even upgraded my the upgraded game just by yeah. mapping. Right. If you saw on the on the video I did, I you can grab lost souls and throw them too when you're in the berserk mode. That's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. No. There was a Baron who ripped off an imp's head and threw it at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They beat the shit out of each other all the time. Kind of use that to my advantage when I'm playing. And with Kevin's video, it's really awesome. Um, cause Kevin made. I just a- tried to show yeah the original and then show the comparison because I showed the guys at work because they're they're all in their early twenties they don't understand any of this shit and I'm like look at this and they're like oh we didn't know this existed I'm like damn and they just called me grandpa yeah it's like <laughs> hey gramps yeah so it's like here's here's brutal doom here's doom but uh mm-hmm. the whole thing that's cool about it is you can just pick up doom get yourself a shotgun you got yep. your workhorse you're good yeah that thing's always. Yep. Fall behind, fall back. Not the pistol, that's for sure. Yeah, what's what's cool that you mentioned in, in the video, Kevin? Like, you can turn off when you get the weapon, you automatically switch to it. Yep. So because so when you get a weapon for the first time, so let's say it always puts it on. Yeah, like when you just get the rocket launcher, it'll. Yeah, and you shoot a wall. <laughs> now, if you have the the rocket launcher, it it won't like. Yeah, you're fine. No. It's just the initial pickup. Yeah, so, the initial pickup does but, that. Those little details, though, man, it gets really minute. Yeah. Uh, you know what I've been doing with uh, the levels that I'm going through now is that I still use the shotgun as my workhorse, but if I see a bunch of enemies from afar hidden the away... The AR-15, man, is awesome. I, I, oh, that I thing rules. Like, no, yeah. I don't even use the AR-15. I, I jump over to the minigun and mow them down. Oh, yeah, you can use that bad boy, Because too. there's no auto-aim in Brutal Doom, so I just manually aim in there and I just mow them all down. Oh, like, I move the cool. analog stick along a line. It's like... And I was then, like zooming in with that AR because you can pick their limbs off. Yeah, yeah no, I, I do that as well. <laughs> yeah, that's what like uh, John. He's mastered my buddy John. He's mastered Brutal Doom. He's played through like even like Plutonia and stuff. Oh yeah, br- awesome. like, John, but um, thanks. He's so fast at it too. The, like, the AR fifteen is his favorite because you can zoom in. Yep. and just pick him off with with the little bullets, and you're not wasting bullets. Nah. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a little Call of Duty inside Doom, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's yeah. what Eric's all about, damn brutal Doom, because he, he prefers the more modern types of shooters nowadays. That's really been, cool that they added that, man. I, I've been enjoying yeah. it so much, though, going through. I'm actually, I don't know, how many levels are in the first Doom? There's yeah, like it's like eight, 37 or something. 37. I think about halfway through, then. The ultimate Doom I'm talking about, the one with four episodes, not regular Doom with three. Well, I'm talking about I, I whatever the Doom one is that I loaded it on. Yeah. Doom then Doom two. For if those, you got Thy Flesh Consumed, because that was added later to original. Yeah. Doom, there's so. always there's always eight levels and then a secret level. Yeah. I so, assume that I have the Thy Flesh. So it's like thirty six and yeah, thirty six. He's right, thirty six, not thirty seven. Thy Flesh Consumed is like super tough. I yeah, it's a, it's a fun one though. It's per- fun. Perfect Hatred is one is probably the hardest level. The second level in Die Flesh Consumed is, in my opinion, yeah, the hardest level bitey. in the whole uh, first set. A little bitey. But that's it's like crazy. But the, the thing is, like you were saying, Kevin, the Phobos Lab in the first episode. Yeah. What I, yeah. I I also like, I think it's what uh, the the third level, the one that goes to the secret level. Oh, okay. Yeah, the one with the big uh, pit with the beginning. Yeah, I love that. There's so many secrets. 
that one's a very cryptic level. Yeah, that one. That one. Uh, I just got. I just got bad memories being a kid and then falling in that pit, and I'm like, "There's no way out." <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hate uh, this level. Uh, <laughs> Kevin uh, linear path. That's right. <laughs> and they put it right in front of you, so you literally run right into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. Uh, madness but uh, doom 2 yeah, i always felt uh, was the best balance from the beginning to the end it just was like yeah. it felt like one beautifully masterpiece game not that doom one's bad in anything but i always felt doom 2 like built better they, like added, they only added one weapon it was the double barrel shotgun yeah but they doubled the monster but count that's what helped. it was like six or seven new monsters yeah it's the double, like double the double barrel shotgun is oh, the, the best weapon in the whole game. Yeah. I used to camp and deathmatch with that all the time and kill people left and right. <laughs> One hit, they're dead. Yep, done. You know, I would, I would say, Kyle, though, um, for John, Wasted. I would highly recommend you adding that enemy thing that I took off mine. Because, like, <laughs> like seriously, like, you have guys, like, you just have every evil fucking hell knight and everything just pouring out of every orifice of the game. That's a great like option too. Like, if, like for for him, like he would love it. Like for me, it's like normal Doom. I'm it's it's actually easy. I put that on and I can't even fucking last like fifteen seconds. <laughs> yeah, because what <laughs> I suggest tough. normal Doom without brutal Doom. I'm not even talking about brutal Doom. Always do the ultra violence, which is the one yeah. before Nightmare. Yep. Yeah, but I don't. Brutal Doom is a whole different story. I always leave it on ultraviolence no matter what in Doom. It just doesn't feel like Doom without ultraviolence. Now, that, that was the thing. I was using ultraviolence on normal Doom. I actually took it down to fucking hurt me plenty or something on, with all the enemies on, and they were freaking destroying me. Huh. Yeah, because like, Brutal Doom, they, the attacks hurt like twice as much, too. Yeah, and, no, the, and then when you yeah. add in ten times the amount of enemies. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. And no, Doom's one of my few jams that I can pretty much hold up pretty well. I need to be doing some more of that stuff again. Now my thing with Brutal Doom is, though, you have mouse aiming, and I'm not good at yep. that. I'm terrible yeah. at that. I'm, I'm, I'm good at the original Doom, where you just shoot in the line, and it automatically yep. takes the guy out, Like how, no matter I how high or low he is. I can do either or, because I used to do it back in the day. Remember the 10 network, Total Entertainment Network? Mm-hmm, 10, yep. That, yep. Uh, Duke, that, Duke 3D to, was one of the first on 10. Yep. No, and that's what I'd play was Duke 3D, and actually, yep. I was in the I was in the top like 200 on that whole network for uh, Duke 3D deathmatching. I was slaughter deathmatch on Duke Nukem back in the day. Duke Nukem was some of the funnest because you had the gorilla, like the pipe bombs. Oh, you had everything. I I would do the craziest shit. I'd I would get a lot of people with cheap kills with those uh those laser beams. Uh, yeah, tripwires. the, the proxit. Well, yeah, the tripwires. Yeah, tripwires. I'd put like three across the door, and people would just rush through. Boom, done. <laughs> That's yeah, so like hide, hiding an event, and you have yep. like this pipe bomb, and the guy comes around, and you're like, boom. Well, the trick with those guys is usually I would be real quiet or try to sneak. You can pick up the pipe bomb before they trigger it, and then you just get it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's the cool thing about that, too. Yeah. That, that's, that's, I think that to me is a top 10 greatest first person shooter weapons is the pipe bomb. Oh, definitely. Bomb. The pipe bomb yeah. like changed everything. Yeah. Because you can, you can throw this weapon. <clears throat> over like a little cliff where you know there's some guys and then just detonate it when you want mm -hmm. i mean that changes the scope but if you like... don't detonate fast enough they could possibly just pick it up and then they get the ammo yeah so then it has a whole nother strategy to it yep you know yeah it was really a very cool, refined man. duke nukem just took it to a whole nother fun level and plus they threw porn in there <laughs> yeah women yeah, strip, strip clubs <laughs> and shit like that and yeah. all the um the ash freaking quotes 
Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he was like a badass. What are you Army of Darkness? For Christmas? Yeah. Army of Darkness and They Live quotes all yep. over the place. Kick ass and chew bubble gum was my we're, favorite. We're all out of gum. Yep. All out of gum. <laughs> Damn, and I'm all out of gum. That was good. There we go. <laughs> there was a rumor going around that Bruce Campbell actually did it. It's like, no. <laughs> uh, well, that ain't Bruce Campbell. <laughs> no. It's just a shame they had to make Duke Nukem forever the way they did. Yeah. That was the thing about that. There were three different scripts, I guess, that three different versions of the game. Oh, yeah, it was a Frankenstein, man. No, so, like, they they started it, and, like, say they started it with freaking 3DO era, yep. and then they released it on 360. There was, like, three or four generations in there. They they had to keep changing it because the generations kept changing. But they, they kept the script and long. the jokes from, like, the 90s, so they don't make any sense to kids today. Yeah, and, like, oh, what, yeah. I'm, what I'm saying is, like, <laughs> so my version was a certain way, Kevin's version was a certain way, and Jeff's, yeah. Jeff's version was a certain way of their... Duke 3D for you know Duke Nukem Forever. We're yeah. all we're all like give our job interviews or whatever, and they choose one of us. Yep. The, that one that they chose, you can only hold two weapons. Yep. You know, but there was that. another. That was up. There was another version that they didn't choose that was like old school. If they just would have made it all old school and kept it old school and just made it refined the best they could with the 360 engine, I think it would have did a hell of a lot better. And that's one thing and I, I yeah, and that's one thing I did want to go into, like realism in games. Yeah, and like when it goes too far. You know because... what the best way to put it, in my opinion, is those damn car simulators. I love arcade racing games. I can't stand car simulating games. Yeah, it's like the difference between playing like Gran Turismo and Burnout. Exactly. Burn Give out. me burnout over right. Gran Turismo. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's like there's there's certain things that you just put in a game or leave out of a game just to make it fun. Like Vice City. Oh, yeah. who, who wants gas? Who wants gasoline in Vice City? That's, it's, when the, it's when the realism limits your experience. That's when it sucks. Yeah, so for Duke, well, but, yeah, yeah, so for like exactly. Duke, Duke Nukem, you can only carry two weapons. Why can't you just carry like all of them? Yeah. yeah, a good hybrid for car games is like Need for Speed. It was like a little bit real enough and a little bit arcade enough. It's kind of on the line for me, so I always enjoy Need for Speed. There was a few adventure games one. that started action adventure games started doing that shit where you can only carry so much. Resident Evil did that where you carry only so much in your little pack and you had to. Well, that kind of makes sense with those games though. That's kind of like yeah. a scary game that you want to feel limited. And Duke Nukem, like, you're the big badass hero. You don't want to feel limited, right? The, the difference <laughs> right. is is that. Resident Evil slow-paced horror, that too. whereas Duke Nukem is action. And action games should, be should action. not be limited. It'd be like having Link in Legend of Zelda only be able to carry a sword because it's too heavy. I, I yeah. like Link having a billion fucking items. It's great. Yeah, when, when you look on the item screen, there's way more than he could ever carry. And yeah. it, it's, it's like in Doom, you have like a hundred rockets. Hell yeah, you Like do. how, okay, there's Apparently no... you guys have never seen Mary Poppins. Have you seen her bag? Yeah, there's like, it's like... <laughs> Felix's bag of tricks. You can just hey, pull hey, anything Kyle, out of that. Kyle, a real, a real soldier just puts puts it all in their back in their rucksack. Hundred pounds, no problem. <laughs> yeah, that was always my um thing. I was like, well, how come you can't jump and do him? I'm like, he's carrying all his weapons, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good argument. Yeah, he's carrying them all in his fanny pack. He's wearing. <laughs> yes, and he's all out of gum. <laughs> that too. The old '80s fanny pack. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's the thing though. Is like those the the realism when it starts to become limiting is fucking stupid because it's a video game. 
Yeah, we're yeah. we we're trying to escape reality yeah. to some extent. That's why we're playing a game. Yeah. We're, you know, like yeah, if, if certain <laughs> it, um, you were saying the online stuff, it actually brought back a, a memory from this week playing uh, Mortal Kombat X. Have you still been playing Mortal Kombat X at all, Kevin? Um, that that game I've been wanting to play. Like every day I come home, I'm like, I gotta play some more. I'm only on like chapter eight. And because uh, I want to finish that damn story mode, and then uh, I get sidetracked with something, and I'm like, "Damn!" And tonight I'm like, "All right, I'm going to play tonight." And then it bleeps on my Google Calendar podcast. I'm like, "Well, we ain't playing tonight." <laughs> like so my wife, I will my wife get still, this weekend. Cool. Yeah, Andrea still plays it like religiously every day. Oh, um, well, that's and, her jam, though. She loves. And then it. the the yeah. first thing that she yeah, does, she does. though, is she checks the um the goals for the day. So the goal will say, okay. do, do two fatalities, or it'll say, do a faction kill, or something like that. Oh, wow. Well, like a few days ago, I think it was on the weekend, it said, um, win a match in King of the Hill mode, and Andrew just gives me the controller. Now, King of the Hill mode is online only. What you do is you go in a room, and in this room, you get to watch matches. And the person who keeps winning is the King of the Hill. So basically... The goal for that day was is to beat a guy who's been winning a bunch of fucking matches in a row. Um, so she gives me the controller. Uh, uh, this guy keeps on picking Ermac every time. He's destroying people. Nobody's even taking away half of his life bar. So I pick Goro. And he actually pretty much um, kicked my ass the first match. The second match, I destroyed him. And then I beat him the third match in fatality to that and ripped off all his limbs. And I took him off the off the hill. <laughs> so it was like pretty epic little story that online I went and played Mortal Kombat King of the Hill. And nice. beat a guy who was way above our fucking rank. I, um, and then I actually defended for two more matches, too, versus people that were higher level than me. And then the next one, the guy beat me. Who did you but, play um, as? I played as Goro, of course. That's my guy. Now nice. is is playing him? Does he have fewer moves and more power, or like how does how does yeah, that all work? It's the, every character in Mortal Kombat X, like we've talked about before, has three different fighting styles. So I pick Dragon Fang because he can sit there. You push uh, back towards Circle, and he does like this spinning around thing where he can start slicing at him, and like it's he has all he has just about as many special moves as every other character. He's just you know, a little bit slower, so I guess a little more powerful because he's a little slower. He was always like super overpowered in the early games. Like the, he, not, he, if he grabbed you, you're like fucked. Yeah, he's not like that anymore. But um, he's still overpowered a little just because he's slower. But the thing is, though, is that like right, I was Ermac. Uh, he kept the guy who played Ermac kept spamming. So basically, if yep. I would go and try to do something, he would teleport and try to hit me. Every time he teleport, I just wait and uppercut his ass. <laughs> yeah, Ermac's the, ch- the cheapest, like, spam guy ever. Yeah, he's, he's a cheap, spammy fuck, and I figured that out, and I beat his I beat his spammy ass, so it wasn't an issue at all. It's, it's funny, because he always has been. Yeah. That's he's, the he's thing, like, that's just Ermac's style. Yeah, and, and the thing is, though, is that, like, yeah, Goro's my go-to guy, because, I mean, I like that when you jump at a guy and you hit, um, the triangle, which is a high punch, um, you can hit him and then transition right into an uppercut, and that's like 10-15% of their life. You can do that a few times when you catch them. And th- and I don't just do that. I do that when I catch them blocking. or do- You know what I mean? Like, I work it into the- my gameplay. Yeah, and since he, he is bigger, he should be more powerful because exactly. there's more open 
points where he can get hit and stuff. Yeah, and, and he's because he's slow as shit. Like vulnerable areas. And a lot of people don't use him because of his speed, and I, I use him because I, I can... I, I like some of the transition combos, and then it works for me. But Goro, like, Goro's always been one, like one of my favorite characters ever. He's just such a badass. Yeah, there was no way I couldn't use him. Mm -hmm. But like, that was a really cool little freaking story from the week for sure because it was just it was a fun little match, like a little time. stopped um like and and my wife still stays up till five every morning playing grand theft auto online of course that's gotta have our vice <laughs> <Hell> yeah preferably <laughs> vice city well she was yeah. like what what other current gen games do the sandbox as good as mortal kombat or as as good as grand theft auto online and i i was like well the only other sandbox game that's like that is saints row because it's a copy of it what about minecraft <laughs> Minecraft isn't a isn't a Grand Theft Auto clone. What's the Grand deal of that game anyway? Like it's really popular. Why? Yeah. You can create stuff in it. Use your imagination. It's like build playing with Legos, man, on the video game. That's what I said. That's all my nieces play. I'm like, I don't know why you play this crap. It's called physical Legos, kids. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do it for real. This is what I had Legos. Play with these. Right. <laughs> Let's do the well, real deal. The, man. Thing, the thing with Minecraft is, is that you don't have uh, the limitations of Legos, where you only have certain men, certain amount of pieces. That's true, and you don't have to clean up the rug afterwards. Exactly. <laughs> and you can save it. Where'd later. that piece go? Damn it! Yeah, cat ate it. It's yeah, pretty cool, though. Like a little <laughs> little Lego <laughs> thing. Yeah, <laughs> you do that all too well. Yes. Yeah, he does. But yeah, I, I think that's the draw for kids, though, is that it's it's their version of Legos nowadays. And I guess the um, Terraria one, I thought that was like a 2D version of Minecraft. Um, I yeah, saw that something, free game? I saw something on it, and it's actually not Minecraft. You actually, the goal of the game is to dig, and once you start digging, you find enemies and things, and actually, it's a real game. I didn't know that. Like, I was like, oh, shit, it actually, there is something to it. I just didn't get it. it there's nothing that even remotely led me to believe that that was a game. I thought you just created shit. So that's pretty interesting. But like with Minecraft, there's still those guys doing the um the Zelda one, so that would be cool. Like but it's still it's just gonna be a video game. I mean it's not gonna be Minecraft anymore at that point. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean I'm I'm I definitely don't have the time and you definitely don't have the time to fucking play a creation game. But yeah, no people way. do. Kids definitely I do, so I did SimCity back in the day when, you know, there's nothing else to do. You didn't have a car yet. <laughs> SimCity was cool until I realized you had to upgrade, 
upkeep the roads. I was like, what? The roads keep deteriorating. Like, Oh, yeah. No, that was pretty annoying. See, my, my dream was just to get it perfect and then, like, walk away and make money. Kyle and his utopia dream. Yeah, but, but no. Everything <laughs> must utopia. fall. Yes. Hey, you know what? De- you know what the secret is, Kyle? Don't use roads. Do you use a railroad for everything? I don't think that deteriorated. Ooh, yeah. Like, screw, screw the fucking public transportation. Yeah, because remember the scenario, Cal- San Francisco? It was all railroad. Huh. That's a great idea. Damn right. I already was ahead of my game back then. I made an all-railroad world. I called it, I think, Kevin's world. Kevin's world? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, Bobby's world. world. Mine should have been more popular. The only uh, the only thing I could never get was, like, the piping underground for plumbing. Did you ever do that? Oh, shit. That's, I, I never I, went I was talking that the real part. old one, the real old one, but no, I'm, that's in City 2000, I think you're talking that's about. That's the right? one. I, I, I played that one at school for a while. Yeah, no, I played that one at school. That was really cool, but I couldn't stand keeping up with the plumbing. I, I know. Was... I was like, fuck this. This is like, yeah, I didn't put all those stupid pumps all over the place. It I'm was... like, screw this. Yeah, it was so They dumb. don't need water. Water's overrated. That's another thing. Like, it's too realistic. Like, yeah. no. And that's know. why John became a plumber, because of SimCity 2000. There you go. <laughs> he went insane. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I, I didn't like that game at all. And I think that's why. I think that they got too real with it. Too much reality. Like, oh, let's do all the plumbing in the city. Like, who wants to fucking sit around and do plumbing? We want to build the city. Exactly. Yeah. Again, like, that's a great topic, though, is, like, when does a game become too real? And I think that's the draw for us with, like, Nintendo is, like, you almost couldn't be too real because of limitations. So, it's great. (laughs) Fucking amazing. That's precisely what it is. Yeah. Yeah. As real as you can get on Super Nintendo is SimCity style. Yeah. And they, they weren't actually, trying to be real. Actually, as, a, as for a preview for a future video, uh, you know the custom NES guy I work with? Yeah. He's finally shipping me my uh, my, my Super Nintendo mouse back, so get ready for a whole bunch of uh, Super Nintendo mouse games, Kyle. Yeah, SimCity. We're going to try it. So we'll be, we'll be doing SimCity and... And yeah, we're going to be doing that uh, Japanese one that only came out in Japan where you got to guide Mario. It's like Wario something. Oh, sweet. Do you hey, have Kevin, that on card or no. just on ROM? Yep. Download yep. Um, Sound nice. Factory, Kevin. Download what? Sound Factory. Sound Factory. It What's is that? a Super Nintendo prototype that, that uh, didn't actually get released, but it's basically it's, it's another mouse game. And really? it, um Yeah, there's four different type of musical games and... Cool. Uh, we talked talked about it on one of the bonus episodes, but really, like, I'll definitely add that. You to didn't, like, I'm I guess all about you didn't, trying those out. There's like one one game where there's like like little bugs crawling around the screen, and you can make little dashes of different colors, and that's actually the musical sounds. And it's really there's, there's another that's one where you find like a pogo thing, and you loot, loot, uh, lead them around, and like if you jump on a block three or four times, it disappears. Then and you hit it each time you hit it, it plays a tone. So awesome. like, sound effect, it, it is. No, it looks cool, and like it should have came out because it would have gave the mouse more longevity. For that's sure. Cool. Yeah, no, that's I would definitely recommend. Just because nobody's done a video on that either, so that'd be a great video for you to do. No, I'm all about it. Something different. I, I have. I definitely, if they've taken down the round because it was on some dude's like forum or something. Like I, have I'm gonna it. take a look for it. If I can't find it, it might need you to hook me up with that one. I got it on my desktop, so you're awesome. You're good. Awesome. Yeah. I I need to play it as well. I it's on. My um, I think my Alienware Alpha. I don't know if it if it just doesn't have a. It doesn't have an SD card reader, so like I got to get a USB adapter, and I don't know. Okay. My, so I haven't moved any of the ROMs from there yet. Gotcha. So, 
Yeah, and I, I did order an SD to SNES, so I should have that inbound soon. Cool. And so that yeah, that thing's start, worth its weight in gold. That thing's awesome. Start playing some of these RPGs and awesomeness of, with Sega with a CD quality. Yep, you can really have a heyday with this sucker. Yeah, because I mean I have the Super EverDrive, so I can already play all the games. But it's yeah, you, the SD to SNES is going to be the key. It'll just be the the crown jewel on all the RAM cards you got for Super Nintendo. Yeah, because I I ordered it directly from the guy who makes them too. Oh, nice. Frizz or whatever. Frizz. Well, uh, he always posts some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to order from him from now on. I, I definitely need to upgrade my um, N8, EverDrive N8 for the Nintendo to the full NES one because the, the Fami one, for some reason, it's not working every time in my Nintendo television. So it's like, it's pissing me off. So I'm going to have to uh, upgrade. I'll keep this one, though, because I do have the NES 2 Famicom, the AV Famicom. Nice, so, nice. Yeah, so that'll be cool for, like, playing, you know, Dracula's Curse with the extra music and shit like that, and Mr. Gimmick with the extra musical tracks. And... Yeah, because but... the, um, the RF on the original Famicom, like, all of them are a little bit fucked. Yep. Like, it's just yeah. how it is. It's just something you have to deal with. It's shaky and kind of, like, flashes once in a while. Or, or or you'll have to reset the game, and then it's fine. Because I have one, so I can tell you from firsthand. And I've done a lot of yeah, reading about it. Um, but the AV, that's why the AV was created, really, because there was a flawed um, output on the original Famicom. I mean, it's, it's still playable. You just reset it once or something, and it usually fixes itself. But there's there's definitely something there. Yeah, the, and the the craziness is is that like I have two different connectors that's trying to to fix to get fixed in my Nintendo television. So there's something in the connection that just doesn't line up right. Cause any Nintendo game I play, they all work first time, no problem, no no cleaning required because my games are clean. This is clean and it doesn't work every time, and I have to like like finagle with it, and it's like. Not only do you have the adapter, but you also have the Famicom game. You have to juggle both, and it just—it's a pain in the ass. I'm just gonna get an NES card, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> call it a day. Yeah. yeah, I also need to get the power pack for the uh, Red Tent. Still, I don't have that yet. I did get a Gradius Play Choice Ten version. Nice. Ooh. Another another trade. Oh, I got a few trades in the mail. I got Don Doku Don for the PC Engine. Love that game. Ooh, PC Engine, yeah. nice. Because I actually got it for the Famicom recently. Yeah, I got it for the PC Engine. I've never played it on the PC Engine, so perfect. Perfect. Play the hell are you guys doing all these trades and nobody found me a gun knack yet? <laughs> oh, I got like seven gun knacks here. We oh, about. shit. You got <laughs> I only got one. one of them, then. I only got one, and it came from Kyle, so it's not leaving uh, my collection. <laughs> damn, Kyle. Yeah, and I've actually stopped buying stuff like forever. Yeah. Forever now. I actually you utilize everything you got. Yeah, actually, oh, no, Kyle had a situation. Yeah, the whole PayPal no. thing. But yeah. um, I have, I have to do like four things to reactivate my PayPal account because that one dude like. Was... Oh, because of the shock boxes. Yeah, and someone like compromised the passwords on that That's site. Yes, I hate it when bozos do that crap. So they gave me the money back, but I'm not, I'm not even gonna re. I'm just I'm good for a while. Like I, it's kind of like was cool because I'm just after I got the money back, I'm just like I have so much shit. 
Like it's just like I don't need anything else. Well, let's get nicer out, Kyle. We'll have to go to Uncle John's then, and we'll spend the money the other way. Yeah, that's what I would rather do, though. That's way more fun. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Well, get ready for some flea market madness, Kyle. Judy, nice Judy loves that shit. I don't know about cannabis, right. but yeah, I've, I've, oh, I'm she's up for looking like... at old crap all the time. Yes. Well, we're all good then. Yeah, I got the issue that my daughter likes to sleep in, and out here they only have a yard sale like Saturdays from eight to noon. That's oh, wow. it. That's it. There's no Thursday through Sunday. None of that shit. So there's like one day that they do yard sales, and then there's the weekend flea markets, and they're usually the same time. So wow. it's like you're super limited, and my daughter likes to sleep in. And I, I'm like, I'm with Kyle. Like, I really haven't been buying shit online. I, I'm supporting projects on Kickstarter, and yeah. then doing trades and shit like that. And that's about it. Like, I haven't, like, I, I did find something really cool from somebody who made it for me. Actually, somebody made me a Rondo of Blood coffee mug. That's cool. Badass. Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually emailed a picture to Kyle, but it's probably in his other mailbox. I'll check it out. Yeah. <laughs> mailbox we never have access to. Spam. Yeah. Spam box. Yeah. He's the always showing box. off his swag. Yeah, anything with a picture automatically goes in the spam box at, at work. Yeah. It's like super high security. Nice. But the thing is, though, is that like it was a, probably like a screen printed or something, custom mm-hmm. mug, so I can't wash it. If I wash it, it'll, it'll fade, so... It's gonna well, then be a nice pencil mug. Yeah, exactly. that's what I would use it for. Yeah, yeah. I think I might take it to work and just use it as a talking piece. <laughs> there you go. People will know I like my Vania. That's right. Well, Rondo is an A plus game. So. Yeah, can't argue with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm like in the the twilight of my collecting, so I'm. I'm almost to the point like I just want to help you find stuff. Hey, I'm yeah. all about it. We got to finish this NES like, collection one of these days. And that's what's cool it's about on the bucket list. <laughs> Oh, absolutely, and I'm I'm always you know there to help help you out, and that's the thing with me and Jeff. Like, we're yep. always there to help each other. Like when you watch the the game chasers, they're always like fighting and stuff. We're like, hey man, <laughs> I, I found you something. Go for it. Here. Well, they're usually bromancing with their shirts off, but I guess they do fight sometimes. Yeah, that, that, that <laughs> weird ass like gay they're shit. like always yeah like when they're at a game store though the, they are always like undercutting each other and like bro-mancing. one guy like what was it like the uh, the Pat and the punk where he like. Offered a guy more money for an item that they were already making an offer on, and the Splatterhouse, yeah. two, Splatterhouse yeah. two and three, and he had like a Mega Man, like the Game Boy Mega Man three or something. Well, I yeah. mean, they perfectly mimic that American Pickers. I mean, Jay is Frank Fritz, and then the other guy's the tall, lanky dude. It's like some oil. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> American Pickers. I've actually watched a lot of that. Yeah, um, that that is the the space out show to just have playing in the house while you're working around the house. Mm-hmm. You're yeah, like, Stop yeah. While you're doing something. And you're like, oh, he's buying another oil can. Carry on. Yeah, it was kind of like I, I just always wanted the, the best for like my fellow collectors. Oh, that's the best way to be. Yeah, He's because come and back me and to Kyle you. growing yeah, up, it's we've good karma. Always, me and Kyle always have been like hunting together, so it's like we've learned how to find stuff and like we know who wants it more. Yeah, per se. so exactly. it's like we never, we never really ever cared. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're also long, super, super long-term collectors to the point where it's like, all right, we'll find another one eventually. And oh, if yeah. we don't, we have enough shit. <laughs> we always have. Well, we got plenty it. to play. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. So, like, once we knock out every game we ever wanted to beat, maybe then Kyle might want to buy a new game. Maybe. Yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be a long road. It's going to be. It's going to yeah, be a exactly. long. Yeah, exactly. I'll be dead by then. But you know, yeah. who's to say? 
It'll be an amazing long road. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, so we'll start up a, a little um list for sure. Like we'll That'll start be an like, interesting one. Yeah, we'll just keep on adding games to the list, and we'll just start picking them off. Killing them one by one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot. Like I'm, I'm gonna have to like start looking at my collection, like every system, and see what ones we need to pick. Yeah, I think like even like Double O Seven, like Goldeneye, I'd be like to play through the whole mission. That it would take a long time, but out of the Nintendo sixty four, I mean like mm-hmm. Mario sixty four. I'm trying to think of games. Well, like, have you beaten those games? You've never beaten like Mario sixty four Goldeneye. I mean, I beat those a million times. No. Yeah. Well, I haven't done a million times, but I beat both those very thoroughly where I got everything. Yeah, I mean, I, I've got it. I beat everything on every level in Goldeneye, like, and all the bonus levels. On. So, like, 64, like, what do you, what gems do you guys think are on there? For what, 64? Yeah. Um, what gems? Like, stuff that you gotta beat, besides those two. Oh, stuff you have to play? Yeah. Well, Goldeneye, Mario Kart, Mario Kart 64, definitely. I, I played the shit out of that. I never beat it, though. Um, uh, that was pretty cool that. to beat. Changes the title screen when you beat it. That, that um, was the thing oh, with sweet. Mario. Doom 64, I hope you beat that. Yeah, that, that one I did beat. Doom 64 is awesome. <laughs> I definitely I beat that one. It's so that. fucking dark, but I did beat it. That was the yeah, first get... Doom that I beat. That's, that's, that's Oh, you did! Yeah, You rented it, and you you were like, yeah, the boss is crazy. It was it was like a new type of boss in the old... That was what's yeah. cool about Doom 64, because they like redid everything. There was like a double chainsaw. Um, and Kevin was shocked by the fact that I beat Doom 64 first and he fell off his chair. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but um, honestly, like, I've I played so much 64 that there's no games on there that are must beats that I didn't beat. Like, maybe, like, Conker's Bad Fur Day. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I never beat that one. <clears throat> and that I'm one's, like, really rare now, ain't it? Yeah. I, I have know. a copy. I definitely don't have that one. I don't I know. Do you give a shit about uh, racing games at all, Kyle? Racing games are cool. Blast yeah, Core. Because, uh, yeah, Blast, Blast Core is a cool unique That's unique Jeff's, course. like, baby okay. right there. Awesome. But I, I definitely beat the shit out of it, but I haven't beaten it since I was a kid, since I was growing up. Yeah, there's a unique exclusive for N64 that I loved in my college years. We play all the time and just get, you know, just play this damn game. It was the San Francisco Rush number two. And it was only for N64, and the thing that's crazy about it is it had a stunt mode, and they had some kind of contract for advertisement with Mountain Dew, so your whole goal was you could design a car, and you'd have to go off crazy ramps and stuff, and you'd have to collect Mountain Dew cans that are all throughout this arena under <laughs> in, like, obscure yeah. areas, so you got to, like, launch your car at two mo- 200 miles per hour and hit, like, this pyramid at the right angle so the car is flying and spinning and hits the Mountain <laughs> Dew can. To get the so, damn pop. Yeah, it's it's just a great, like, pick-up half-hour hilarious game to play so i don't yeah, the rush, play rush games are cool That's funny it's like the seven up spot games yeah what about um <laughs> star wars uh shadows of the empire yeah that one's a classic i never beat that one i should actually beat it yeah. one of these days I, I i mean and the thing is in 64 though like i haven't beaten those probably since we were all in high school yeah that's so, a lot i mean like yeah. i've mastered a few of them but i haven't played them since so maybe even Goldeneye would be cool to play again just because I have, it's, I mean, it'd be cool to dig into it now with all our increased gaming skills. I think yeah. to me, that's the best game on 64, like, in my opinion. Goldeneye, Goldeneye's fucking yeah. awesome. Because it's so, like, involved, I mean, it's so deep, and, like, mm-hmm. 
that's if for the, the death match though, Perfect Dark took it to the next level. Perfect Dark, I was actually going to mention that. Like, if you yeah, play yeah. Bold Night, you got to play Perfect Dark, but you need the expansion pack. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So that's one thing. But uh, the thing with Gold Knight, like, okay, so what really got me? So his watch is like a magnet, and you have to get that key that's across the room when you're in the jail cell. No, that's the shit. It's like, okay, this game is fucking amazing. Yeah, that's James Bond at his best. I mean, it's those little things. So that's one of those games that has those little things, those little little tiny details. Let's see. I mean, okay, so the Zelda games. Yeah, those Ocarina are of Time. I love that game. Oh, Paper Mario Friend sixty four. Paper Mario. Yeah, those are classic. Um, that one. That's Star nice. Fox. Star Fox sixty four. Star Fox. Yes. The tank. Now there are games that are mentioned here because I'm on the um I just googled it and it shows you images of the ones that are mentioned by people, mm-hmm. um so you don't even have to look at pages. Diddy Kong Racing and Donkey Kong 64. I'm not a huge fan of either. Yeah, I agree with Jeff on that one. A lot of people yeah. hate Donkey Kong 64. Cause... Now a perfect example of a game that I would want to play but shouldn't be on our must play before we die list is Wave Race 64. I love that game, but it shouldn't yeah. be on the death list. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a classic though. But that's yeah. the Jeff like score. Oh, uh, you know what? For exactly. wrestling, you could do NWO, uh, ECW versus NWO Revenge. I love all the wrestling games. Yep. Yeah, those, those are pretty badass and N sixty four. Those me and Jeff went nuts because you could do the yeah, creator wrestler, and me and Jeff are like most diehard wrestling fans. Like absolutely, that we know easily. <laughs> we were going like the IWA like shows in the gym. Like whenever we could, I mean, we yep, were sure. just we were just rabid crazy about it. That's fun as shit. Just like so, that's that's where those games you could make your own guys, and we we figured out how to make like Vader uh, with with the cool. stuff that they give you. There was a whole list of people online. Oh, that, the that Warzone were making, one. Yeah, and then we yeah, would Warzone did that. I, I was Warzone talking about the NWO ones. I don't know if you could make them in that one. I don't. Um, I'm not you sure. Can edit all the characters in the Revenge one. You could start okay. creating characters when WWF took over the license, which was like yeah. when you were seeing WrestleMania 2000. Mm, there we go. Yep. But the thing was is that there was two distinct style games for that system. The revenge style was the slower paced where they had a bunch of moves, and then you had the war zone that me and Kyle played too, and that was more like Mortal Kombat. With yeah, combo. oh, they were two different styles exactly. So I, I like both of them. Actually. Like a Stone Cold Stunner, you had to press like left, left, down, right, A, B, C, D. And those, that was why I was, I love that game because my oh, my great. brain like couldn't memorize all the little things. I had to have a fucking guide out in front of me to play them, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. <laughs> Warzone, like untouchable. You can't touch yeah, me in that good. game. Like it, the you put it on hard, board. like I will waste the shit out of them. It's great. Yeah, I gotta go look at the characters I made. I got my same load thing. I remember making Duke Nukem on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but I actually Kyle, I still have our original save. Same That's same awesome. same with me, man. And what yeah. what we would do, we would take the ones online, but then we refine it like even more. Yeah. You oh absolutely. Know? You have to like make it look right. <laughs> yeah. And we had just oh man, hours and hours and hours of fun. I don't. I definitely don't think those would be nominees for a bucket list game. Though. No, no. It's no. just a, a good podcast chat. Those are like, chat. Those are like passion project games, almost like passionate games. And those. Yeah. It's just a classic time in our life. Absolutely. You know. Oh, yeah, those were freaking amazing. You, so yeah, yeah, I mean, basically, what we'll do is we'll start freaking loading 
you know, games in a list. I'll probably make an Excel spreadsheet or something and do systems, yeah. and then then we'll do like we'll like rate it so that'd be like must play or great game, and then we can have a great game list that we get to after the must plays. I mean, yeah, we all we got is time. <laughs> That's the way to look at it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. eventually we'll get to them, <laughs> and we'll still play them. It's just that we won't play them until we get through the fucking must plays. Yeah, definitely got a large library ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So since we just did Rondo, before um, my goal before Halloween is probably do one, two, and three, and four, and then oh, try out the symphony. You definitely need to jump down to one game at a time. Then you're gonna be doing <laughs> a lot of shit on the side. <laughs> but yeah, no, like that's that'll be cool as shit though. Just to um, come up with the list will be fun too. Just games that we're gonna freaking tackle. Shit, we went to. I thought we were supposed to do a hard stop at eleven. I got sidetracked. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's about there for me. I'm I'm running out of steam. You'll see how much um, material we basically we have like two and a half hours. After I edit, probably be like two yeah. two and fifteen minutes. Do you already have that generic intro? Or are you guys gonna whip one up or what? Oh, I don't know. We don't have one yet, but I mean, we don't even really need one. But it's the music. We, the music takes the music. care of it. It does. Because okay. then it just goes into, like, it's, like, perfect. Okay, that's cool. But um, the thing would be, um, for this episode, should we just use all this and just go two hours? I'd say if it's around two hours after you're done editing, it should be fine for one episode. Because I think if yeah. you divided it in half, I think it'd be too, too separate from where we're, you know, you're and not going to have enough to work with. And that's I mean, where... Like if you go over two hours, a lot of it, then you gotta start splitting that shit up. Exactly, because that's where the, the side quests are actually just different nights. Yeah. Or like, different little sessions that aren't the same as another session, so it doesn't, like... Yeah, fit. that's that's why, like, the next side quest is gonna go up, like, probably tomorrow, and it's basically okay. the rest of the Walter night that, after okay. he went so off. so I'm understanding this correctly. Do right. I have two weeks to beat my King's Quest? <laughs> you have as long as it's going to take us. Like, it's, okay. Well, basically, basically, what we're gonna do is we're gonna start playing King's Quest starting after this podcast, okay. whatever. And when we talk on Thursday, if we, and I mean, we're gonna talk throughout the weekend, emails or whatever. But if we yeah. fucking beat, if we already beat it, then we already beat it. If we're if we're still really far off, then we got another week. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Okay. I mean, because who's to say we're gonna like? We may not even have a whole lot of time to put put into it. We might only get to sit down with it once. Then yeah. we should probably give it another week. And, Sounds like a plan. Yeah, and I mean, if it turns out to be like a make tracks where we need to fucking kill it, then we'll, we'll kill it. <laughs> well, I sure as hell hope I don't pick something to that level, but we'll find out. <laughs> well, I, I don't think King's Quest is going to be like that, but I'm going to be using a guide, so I might freaking play through it like in a couple hours. But... Oh yeah, you'll be done in two hours flat, but it'll it'll be a blast. Yeah, that's the thing, but I also might want to fuck around. So Yeah, definitely. It, it's going to take me more than two hours because I'm going to want to be a jerk. For a you want to see all the deaths and piss off the wizard. Yeah, I want to <laughs> piss off the wizard a little bit. That's first. the fun part. Yeah, I, can't, yeah. I cannot wait to be the little shit. Yeah, and just that's be like, screw Tyler's you. Tyler's Jr., Jr. from Problem Yeah, gotta yeah. cause yeah, trouble. The best is when you don't do his chores at all, you just blow him off, and then he's like reminding you, and then you just keep ignoring him. <laughs> And he's like, all right, you little shit, why don't you hang around for a while so he, like, hangs you from the ceiling until you get dizzy and starts <laughs> beating you up. <laughs> now, do you have, like, a power 
gauge or is it just you die, you die? No, no, you just you either can survive it or you die. Like Hugo, it's, it's, it's like fun. Hugo. Yeah. There's a lot of things you can survive yeah. that usually I think you die, but you don't. It just shows you all dizzy and you, you got to wait a minute and then you're fine. Gotcha. Yeah. So it, it's pretty damn funny. So I guess, but, um, uh, like I said, if you're going to do that DOS one, Kyle, be very mm-hmm. careful with the eagle's feather. That's kind of a glitch in the game, in my opinion. Yeah, like save, like the alone in the dark worm. Yeah, thing. save a whole lot in that one. But Jeff will be fine with his. His is dummy proof on the modern one. Yeah, DOS is weird like that. Yeah, that's cool though. I mean, yeah, I I still couldn't get the DOS to uh, to refresh to full screen. It was crazy. Yeah. Like it. It like it goes to full screen, then just goes to a tiny fucking window, and it's either a problem with you know Windows eight, yeah. or it's a it's a problem with that, with that. program version. I try all the shortcuts. Well, actually, it works like, out in our favor anyway, because then we're all doing a different you know yeah. type of a well, game. Yeah, it just sucks I, that you can't play like those games. I need to install a different version of DOS. Yeah, that's what. what yeah, yeah. You try that. Yeah, it'd, it'd be cool if they had it for the Commodore, because that'd be badass. But they don't. You gotta play like Rise of the Triad. There's so many <laughs> great yeah. games you gotta play, dude. I would. I would like to play Day of the Tentacle. Like there we go. I've never fucked awesome. with that one. I've, I've played Manic Mansion, but I've never played Day of the Tentacle. That would be an awesome fucking HP game. Lovecraft. I don't think that would be a bucket list though, but I think that would be a, a a great game to play, like off of. Maniac Mansion's close to being a bucket list, I would say. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a fucking I, I never, legendary never game. I haven't either. I just know about the hamster in the microwave. <laughs> Everyone talks yeah. about that. Exactly. That's like all I know. Hamster in the microwave. That's only in the PC version, not the NES one. So scandalous. So what, what happens in the NES one? The NES uh, one, they cut all that shit out. It kind of sucks. So there's no yeah. hamster at all? or Nope. Oh, okay. Because you can't, can't microwave them. <laughs> I can't do it, Captain. So I, so I guess, yeah, I better get off start editing this stuff. All right. Sounds like a plan. Well... Yeah, I mean, basically how we'll do it so that way we're not never in a rush for editing or anything is that the like this episode, we'll try to get her up like sometime on Monday or Tuesday or something. So that way you have the entire weekend if you got sidetracked with concerts and shit, you know what I mean? So that way there's a rush and then so that way we always have like an extra one that's going to go up like tomorrow. If I get off now, I could actually probably will get it done. But you know what I mean, though, is we still have the bonus one, because we talk about Chrono, we talk about Walter, and stuff yeah. like that. So it'll be a good little buffer side quest tr- treat. It works, man. Oh, yeah. That'll work like a plan, but either way, I'm going to catch some Zs. Uh, keep me get, keep me posted yeah, I gotta, with emails, I guys in, are doing. i got to wake up in four hours, go to work, <laughs> ten All more. Right. All right, dudes. Have well, a good night, gentlemen. It's been fun. Later. All right, see ya. Bye. Bye. I got a pocket full of quarters and I'm headed